Ooh. Skynet. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Every time DJ has said it, it hasn't come up. Skynet. It's because DJ isn't real. There it is. There you go. Fifty Shades Fifty Shades Fried. Oh no! Wait, did that say Fifty Shades Free? We gotta go! That's not I Mr. Like <laughs> the second time that you said it, you didn't even say freed and it went ahead and gave it to him. It understands. Uh, hello everybody, welcome back to another evening of D&D. We are not great RPG and we are here once again for the city of Oshwap in which I'm very sorry for what's about to occur because it's entirely my fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go around the table real quick, introduce ourselves, and then we'll have a brief recap and then maybe die. Mm-hmm. Uh, so always I'm Don and this week I play Ethier Revy, the Grave Domain Cleric Boy. Still not Lawrence. And I still play Alumla. I'm Paul, and I play the wettest boy, Felix. Uh, <laughs> How wet is he? He's about to be much more wet. Uh, uh, <laughs> so wet. Uh, <laughs> I'm Fifty Shades of Glen, and I'll be playing for the worst. No! no. <laughs> no. We got a, a wet one and a good one. He's got to be even more wet. <laughs> well, guys, this was fun. Sorry, Sarah. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just plain old Sarah. <laughs> And I play Retora. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm uh, Nesgrim. I play DJ. I mean, I'm DJ, and I play Nesgrim. Mm-hmm. Don't so you usually do it the other way? I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mixed it up on you. <laughs> but which one of them does? He's trying to keep it spicy, yeah, though. True. Got to keep it spicy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all about who's in the driver's seat. Keep it spicy or not eating. It's true. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. No one's driving. I know. <laughs> Nobody's ever driving. Two passengers. Uh, I'm the dungeon master for Oshwap. Uh Last week we Dark concluded our wonderful combat with the Slithering Stalker as it attempted to, after reforming, strangle Retor in her bear form, uh, unable to do so. Eventually defeated the Slithering Stalker, made our way through some more areas inside of the first level uh, here on the lower regions of Belfarthen, uh, exploring through a cistern, finding a storage room, some stables, taking a short rest, and then making our way down to a lower level, finding eventually the ramp that descended after Balor returned when the Moon Touch Sword was re-imbued with its moonlight after the hour-long uh, reduction one could say, from the bay here. Reduce! Mm-hmm. I did have to reduce the light in the area for the bay here. Uh, <laughs> we followed and talked to ba- uh, Balor a little bit more. Uh, went down the ramp, eventually finding a beautiful feast in the market district, uh, down on the level below. Ethier, mm. uh, thankfully, resisting the initial suggestion by Balor, that requested that he bring him all the silver that he can. Uh, but Vorst, our good boy, was sadly not so lucky as we descended <laughs> down on the level below, uh, succumbing to the suggestion of being told to eat your fill and then come drink with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we entered into the market district, found you a... say no? Yeah, right? <laughs> found a beautiful laid-out feast atop a large stage uh, inside the close, uh, approximate right-side wall. Uh... Wow, we climbed that shit, and the big, juicy apples <laughs> that Vorst and Reirda, well, Vorst successfully biting into, uh, eventually being revealed as the 
terrifying, I'm so sorry, Dom, trick of a barrel of spiders. Uh, Borst <laughs> having already bitten into one. Uh, Ratora <laughs> as a bear, pushing the barrel over, successfully identifying after her <laughs> investigation that the barrel of apples and the other food on the table were, in fact, stationary spiders laying here in wait. That's what happens if Cinnamon Toast Crunch makes apples. They send you a barrel of apples, <laughs> you get spiders in it. What? <laughs> it is the shrimp. The shrimp, shrimp tails. Yeah, I know, just... but... <laughs> but spiders. But what? spiders. What? Sure. You didn't follow that? <laughs> sure. Uh... <laughs> okay. What's the internet? <laughs> right. Uh... Yeah, and then as we stood here in the terrifying uh, revelation of the hallucinatory terrain that was finally concluded, uh, as the spiders fled away and the wood obviously became significantly more moldy and desiccated uh, in a position of rot, still intact. Uh, yeah, we looked around and saw some spider larval sacks around the edges of the boxes that were here, indicating that this is definitively some kind of lair. Uh, wonderful, wonderful lair. And then Ethier looked up and saw amidst the, there, the, the darkness above what looked like thin gossamer threads in some sort of pattern that I indicated. Nobody could prove it. That he traced <laughs> <his> video evidence <laughs> in its entirety. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and then amidst the darkness outside of the stretches of what was your br uh, bright light, out of the darkness and through the dim light, began to descend what looked like a horrifying torrential pool of black acidy rain, just caustic sizzling out from the darkness. And since I did indicate that this was <clears throat> a very large rune, and we are all in here, we are all in here. I will ask Don, would you like to be first or last? I'll be first. Very good. No, well. Don. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm attacking you. Oh, boy. Don, what's your spell casting modifier for your plus to hit? Is it, in fact, seven? It is. Scum lord. <laughs> what? Good. Fuck. What does this mean? No! <laughs> it's a net one, isn't it? No! <laughs> I guess since you're the first to see it, you are the most aware of the dumb fucking thing you should have God damn it! The one I wanted to hurt! Oh my god. Well, no! <laughs> I'm sorry, Lawrence. You're next, buddy. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! You're switching. I was also looking. I'm sorry, Paul. Give all damage to Bear. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a one, a two, and a three. <laughs> Counting it's one. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, just oh, do it! Four! Fuck! Four! Oh my god! What is happening? This is how you know we, we don't fudge our rolls, because he would never. Fucking go. god damn it! Alright, Sarah. Give to Bear. 
Oh. <laughs> I feel better. <laughs> yeah, 22 is going to absolutely catch you. <laughs> Probably. It's got a lot more surface area as the bear. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Two damage. These are the worst rolls. <laughs> Not her chance. Fucking six. Six acid damage. I'm still DJ, very say much the line. A bear. You are still a bear, and at the beginning of your next turn, you will take another six acid damage. It's the only Am I one. waiting to do that? Uh, you can just take I'll it just now take because it it's going to be an immediate yeah. thing, like, since we're not in an initiative tracking order. DJ. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I rolled another three. <laughs> Just bear. Just the bear. <laughs> Just the bear. There are no consequences for my actions. <laughs> I will find you. <laughs> I think it's hubris time. No, no, I won't go so far as to say that. I don't want to die. <laughs> You've unleashed the river, Don. I already did. I years know. ago. Oh my god. Alright, so yeah, Sarah, just you somehow, for fuck's sake. Did any of the fleeing feet? spiders happen to catch any of this acid rain? Uh, yeah, no, they're all dead. <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I needed to kill something. Yes. I did have to kill the spiders. That absolutely the immobilized larval sacks on the plus seven to hit from you. You watch as this cascading torrent, as you trace the runes, well, the rune, Yeah. as you watch as your hand is extended outwards. You see that from your hand, as this web begins to vibrate and the shadowy <laughs> rain begins to cascade down, you feel a strange sensation in your body as you trace the runes. So when you cast magic and you have the familiarity of, as I have previously <laughs> indicated, Something inside of you is what is correlating and kind of reverberating with something that exists in the world. You feel a horrid, unfamiliar sense of attachment to whatever it is you just connected yourself to and utilized to accidentally produce an effect outside of your intention or understanding. A spell that you don't even know what this is or what it has done. And when you feel this severance between you and this spiritual linking between this thread, you watch as the thread just darkens and disappears amidst the, the shadowing darkness that extends down and rains towards you, and you and y'all alone together just, oh, oh, oh god! Really, like, you know, shuck and jive and wiggle your way through this rain. I'm going to say that everybody else, just like, except for the bear, because, you know, pushing over barrel of spiders recently, is still like, oh my god, spiders everywhere. You feel not <laughs> just this, this caustic essence that strikes and sizzles against your fur. You feel, without taking damage, you feel an intense chill and a familiarity for what happens for you when something takes control of your form. As though there is some kind of not 
comfort, but just definitive association in the context of how this magic is and how this magic is. And it burns as it strikes your fur and the caustic energy dissolves against your skin and that is where the subsequent damage takes as the acidic areas burst in bubbles and patches of fur on your back and shoulder and the top of your head just kind of sizzle and disappear and these horrid small splotches that remain look like if you were to envision how a burn victim's flesh would have separated and then in the course of being rehealed forms with the like bubbling mm-hmm. all over your body good I'm gonna run yeah. Is it still is it still happening or is it like a one? It is a one time oh, like okay. washing down effect. I will tell you that the thread that existed in the darkness, as this shadowy rain dissipates and concludes, you see nothing in the dark any longer. No thread. Guys are standing here. I hate to be this guy, but does he need to roll burnout for that? No. Okay. I need to know because if this sort of thing's in the area, mm-hmm. it could come up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened? What? what why? Sorry. Maybe don't. Yes. Kind of like reading. That's uh, action. I'm just gonna glare at you. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I am sorry. Uh, there was a, a a rune on the ceiling. I was tracing it to show Felix and. Uh, the, the acid fell. It, now it is gone. Okay. It's a learning curve with magic. Am I still hungry? No. No, you have eaten. <clears throat> I have eaten. You have eaten and you now recognize because of another individual. Also, again, the acidic rain that would have killed them. Mm-hmm. The experience of watching what would have initially to you looked like apples bursting (laughs) would have rendered apple flesh to the side (laughs) and seeds and cores that you would now recognize as they fizzle and burn away in the caustic pools. As they are destroyed, that would break the illusory form and you would see the... You know, scattered remains of what would look like hundreds of smaller spiders. Yes, sir. I hate to do this. Yeah. Did Rirda roll? You're right. (laughs) Slap. Four! (laughs) What is happening? Uh, Damn it! Thank you for the $50 donation. Thank you very much. Thank you! Sorry, $50.01. Thank you so much. That's incredibly generous. Uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're invincible! Let's chase the spiders! (laughs) (laughs) Are all all of them dead? Yes. Even the ones that were fleeing? Yes. Oh, it was damn. the entirety oh, of the oh, room. Oh, okay, okay. Somehow it miraculously <laughs> didn't hit us. Yeah, right? I just <laughs> immediately wiped my own enemies from the room! Are there, like, puddles on the floor or anything? Or did it eat through the floor? No, there would be puddles on the floor because the floor is stone. You would see that it is beginning to dissolve and effectively discoporeate mm-hmm. to where it is no longer, res- like, residually remaining. Mm. Sure. As a conjuration spell, it does not remain. Mm. Uh, okay. Well, that was... I'm going to break the grapple that Nesgrim has on me. 
I'll, I'll just let go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You begin to, like, <laughs> fight against it, and you yeah, realize. Mm-hmm. Let, let go. You see why I stopped you from eating them now? Yes. Okay, good. You feeling any better? <clears throat> I'm not hungry anymore. Well, well you got your fill of spider, so I'm not surprised. Uh, you might want to... Yeah. I think you have a leg stuck <clears throat> in your teeth. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm you got it. Good job. <laughs> well, uh... Onward, I suppose. I'm gonna go inspect for Taurus back. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Look at that bear back. Yeah. Yeah. In her presence, you would see like the areas in which she you, you would have still been bipedal, having pushed the barrel over recently. I think it's safe. Um. Yeah. Pretty consistently, yeah. other than when you were giving. Um, uh, I think more often probably quadrupedal. Okay. Just because, like, bears aren't really meant to walk on two sure. legs. They're able to, but it's not like... I will only picture you on a unicycle from this I was going to say, we need to get her a big ball to roll down the hallway. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I will say that as you are looking at the areas uh, on the splotches, like splotches of areas in which the fur has immediately dissolved and been permanently removed, at least obviously while you're in this shape right now, uh, you can see the caustic signs of scarring of somebody struck with a volatile substance. Does, there, does she appear to be bleeding in any shape or fashion from mm-hmm. these wounds? Uh, are you bloody? No. Okay, then no. She okay. would look like there would be areas in which, like, I feel like you, as like a tattoo artist, would know that when you make the initial like punctures and stuff, and you mm-hmm. get the small dottings, mm-hmm. you would see that in some of the areas in which there are dips and curvatures inside the caustic marks on her skin. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna remove. Yeah, I'm gonna take like a. Well, I have one of the bar rags in my inventory. I'm gonna go ahead and blot her back off. Sure. Just to make sure it's there's not more mm-hmm. on there. Mm-hmm. Are you? Yeah. Uh, I will say that as you're doing that, Sarah, please make a wisdom throw. Probably pretty good. Whiz kid? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 24. 24? Yeah. You, you have the sensation once more as Vorst is patting your back. So in the area in which the marking exists in your palm, there is that perpetual chill, that absence of feeling. Mm-hmm. You feel that in the spots on your body. And you feel it as though it is sinking into your skin. I'm gonna drop my wild shape. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, you're still in your clothing. Your clothing is undamaged. I'm gonna <clears throat> touch the spots where the... Yeah, you feel the spots and the f- spots feel Normal. Ritora, I am very sorry. Please be, please be careful tracing things on the ceiling. <clears throat> or anywhere. Yes. yes. We should search this area now that the illusion is gone. And then we should keep moving. Yes. I don't imagine we will find everything <clears throat> we need here. I agree. Some of these shop carts might... Hold some of the things we're looking for. 
whatever just fell from the ceiling felt a lot like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like this? Or like, oh. Felt like hand. <laughs> oh, but that hand. Okay. Oh. Um. Sure. But your clothing is undamaged. It seems to be gone now. Good. I'm assuming I, if I like move like my collar, are there any like marks on my shoulders or anything? Where? No markings at all. I think I was lucky. Yes, uh, let's refrain from drawing things in the future. Yes. Saying them. Did you get a good look at what it looked like before you did that? Uh, Yes, I I could describe it uh, to Felix. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Felix, please draw it. (laughs) If you describe it to me, I'll draw it. Sure. Don't, Uh, don't. I will. Break lines. Don't draw I, I, would I be familiar with a sand, like a sand timer hourglass? Like an hourglass? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Uh, it, it looked like two. Um, Don't trace it. Hourglasses. Don't draw it. <laughs> Just write down what he's saying. <laughs> I can't draw hourglasses. Shit. Uh, it's two a, triangles. Two, it's one. It's a triangle. Well, yeah, average. but. Two triangles. Or two triangles upside down next to each other, and then on the opposite side. Oh. Two more triangles with a, a space near the bottom. That's not remotely how I drew it. Okay. Wait, is this? It's literally this? Mm-hmm. Okay. So not that. You all are standing here in the area right at the edge of the stage at the lower regions of the market district. Right. On the western wall, so the <clears throat> eastern wall, which is the one where you guys entered. This is the area in which the stage was, kind of like a precipice. On the western wall, you can see that there are a litany of small, what would look like single room shops. Dark. They are about, because of how sizable this room is, about 70-ish feet to the left from you guys, adorning the opposite wall. Are these shops where all the food was? that we saw? No, no, no. The food that you guys saw was on the stage on the eastern okay. wall. Mm-hmm. So that was like the... Mm-hmm. Like a fair. Mm-hmm. Correct. Is this the, the market, then? I think so. Yes, I so. We should probably take a look around. Uh, yeah, yes. Perhaps in, in groups of three, or groups of two plus one group of three with Rhoda. So that way we can save the lights, too? Yes. I'm going to be a bit more careful from now on, having my other sword out. Sure. I would stay close still. If there are shops next to each other, I think we could safely split into two different shops, but... Stay within earshot? Yes. Sure. Keep an eye out for any more traps or tricks or anything like that? Yes. Um, The thing that's bothering me is this is a market. Why was that here? I'm not sure it may have been drawn by the spiders, but if that is the case, and as was the rest of this room, uh, what voice were they listening to that likely told them to do this? 
I doubt they would have done it on their own. Perhaps they also hear the mountain. You still have the moon. Touch Lord Sheathed, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Vorst, why were you so hungry? Something came over me and felt the need to eat and drink. Be very careful with what you listen to here. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone should leave Vorst or Ethier unattended. Sure. <clears throat> Vorst, I can stay with you. Alright. You still have your shield? No, I lost it. With the light? Oh, yes, sure. Where did, what did you lose? <laughs> <laughs> did you lose a shield? No, but I would be, like, clearly holding my shield by your own arm. Do you still have your nightlight? <laughs> Wasn't it, was it already on? on? I think it was probably already okay. on. Yeah, it was already on. So I would just tap my shield then. Shall we? Yes. Felix? Rita? What are we doing? Exploring. Nice. Go with us. Where are we going? Victoria, to those shops over there. Should we have Nesgrim and... Hunts. Small huts, yes. Yeah. Probably going to be really good hut stuff in there, dude. I, I think so. Gems and herbs. <clears throat> we can use the herbs, yeah. Yes. I don't know. What will we do with gems? It's a good uh, question. I guess we'll have to find out, you know? Yes. Gem stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we have Ritora and Nesgrim in the same group along with one person that has already heard the voice of the mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it should be fine. Um, we will be close. Okay. It yeah, is. You guys are able to see the shop. They look genuinely like maybe 10 by 15. Sure. Sure. They are stacked next to each other. They look comparable to what would be like row homes. <laughs> genuinely. Oh, okay. Sure, sure, sure. Where sure. they are jutted up next to each other. They are just separated by walls, so this way there is no argument about whose shop is whose. Got it. Like It's like a flea market. Yes. <laughs> cool. Frankly, okay. Ethier, you are still quite weak and should not be left alone either. Yes. And I do not think Felix or I will be much help in carrying things that we find. Okay. And so we bring Rirda. All right. Yeah. Bring Rirda. I feel well enough to take care of the two of these together. Okay. These. <laughs> the, since coming down here has, I know it's not always like, you know, it's not like an on and off kind of thing, but the, mm-hmm. like, the feeling of the mark on my hand and the, like, mental pull of, mm-hmm. uh, it has been absent until now. Is it back? It's for you to infer. What do you, what do you... Someone did a thing in the dark and made magic. And it felt similar to the magic that is inside of you. Tugging. Begging you to use it. 
I'll say that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks for the I'll course. just never ask anything again. <laughs> Those are the worst words. It was fine before, but... Uh-huh. You know. mm-hmm. Sorry. Okay. I'll say... I'll say nothing at mm-hmm. this point. Very good. I've said, I've said my bit. Mm-hmm. To the huts. To the huts. Three with Reirda. You three with Reirda. <laughs> yep. yep. Okay. And then you three. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, yeah, I will say that again. It looks like it is about uh, 70-ish feet over towards what is obviously across from you to the left. Uh, the buildings are small. Uh, singular openings. They obviously have uh, large, what would look like double shingled windows to be able to see out. Because again, they would have the same kind of like um, windowsill platform that would extend out from the window. Just because... It's like an ice cream stand kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> These are food stalls. They want to be able to serve people swiftly at drive through walkings. <laughs> like... <laughs> This is like a, this is a, food, speed. a food truck. Uh, yes, yeah, this is a lovely big food hall. It just <laughs> happened to be manipulated by spiders at this point because everyone's dead. Yeah, this so is the spiders took over and they're running the businesses now. <laughs> Go yes. walk in a place. Yeah, yeah, destroy their yeah. economy. Yeah, yeah. Make, make yeah. I think we're the bad guys. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we're the bad guys. We're successful we? business owners. <laughs> the spiders were fine. Mm-hmm. They were doing their thing. They weren't hurting anybody. They were running a farmer's market by themselves. <laughs> Spider market. They were doing mm. all right. Yeah. They were spiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what they were doing wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Being spiders. They're perfectly allowed. I will say that spiders. as you guys are walking over to this opposite side of the market, you're able to get a better vantage of what looks like this entire wall from end to end for where you guys are walking. So the room itself would be about 100-ish feet from where you enter to the opposite wall on every... Every 10 feet on this back wall would be a shop. So there's going to be 10 shops. Mm-hmm. Very easy division. <laughs> yep. Our, um... Would you guys like to explore shops that are adjacent to each other for safety? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good. We'll just... <clears throat> boop, boop. Good. Work our way down. Who how, has... How who, lit is this room? Sorry. Who has... He has okay. light on his shield. Mm-hmm. I do not know who else has a source of light. You do... And you still have a torch. Yes. Right? You have a physical torch lit. You have light cast on your... The lantern, right? Would, the it, lantern. would it have gone out or would it have ignited? I don't know. It's uh, acid the, rain. It's, it's conjuration. S- it's not a genuine li- liquid in my eyes that would have been able to dissolve the flame. Sure. Okay. So I'll say that that's fine. Yeah. So you guys have two sources of 20 bright, 20 dim. You also have a source of 20 bright, 20 dim. Mm-hmm. So as you guys approach... Each of you guys taking, we'll say, stall one, stall two. Mm-hmm. Uh, stall one, would you guys go towards the area that is the open door frame, or would you guys go to the obvious shuttered window to be able to look inside? Uh, I'd probably check the window first to see if it's worthwhile. Sure. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Got him! <laughs> <laughs> I I Never check the window first. Uh-huh. Yeah, you approach uh, the, the windowsill... For dwarves, it would be pretty low. It would yeah. only be about three feet high. This sure. looks more like it's designed for children. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, as you approach the shuttered windowsill and you see that it's fully open, the shutters have, you know, drastically fallen apart. We'll say that, like, half of one of the shutters is cracked through <laughs> at half and the, like, one exterior mm-hmm. hinge is angled down now where it's, like, mm. slightly swaying as you guys approach. 
Uh, yeah, I'll say that as you look within, you can see uh, a small area where there is like an old-fashioned wooden stove. You see just countertops on the side of it, and you can see along the back wall what would be akin to how we have plates stacked, mm. like old wooden and stone plates and utensils, like big slotted spoons and stuff hanging from little iron hooks carved into the back of the wall. You would see inside, you have bright light for you as well. You'd be able to hold it aloft and illuminate the entirety of the stall in. You would see the various ingredients for what looks obviously like a cooking stall. So you would see, it would be rotten by now, it would probably just be exclusively leftover small hollow bones of obvious, like, bird-like creatures. Sure. No meat. You would see thin, like, you know, webbings from spiders along the lower regions of the corners of the area, but, like, very small building. Just looks like it is a desiccated food stall. Sure. Yeah. Fell uh, for than fried chicken. Yeah. A hundred percent. FFC. <laughs> mm. I'm so hungry. <laughs> Frostfather fried chicken. FFFC. Fell Farthen's original Frostfather's fried chicken. I'm good, thank you. That's the opposing stall. Donut. Could be donuts. Yeah, there's going to be a donut place. Spiders. Do you want a donut place? The second stall can 100% now be the donut place. I was just saying if you wanted a donut. I'm good, thank you. But now the second stall is in fact a donut place. <laughs> sure. You can, as you three approach, uh, I'll say that Reard is like looking in and he's kind of like... <laughs> chicken. Remnants of chicken, yes. Never had that dish. Remnants of chicken. Th- hollow bones. Yeah, they got hollow bones. <laughs> yes. Be, they do. You all right over there, dude? You're just saying obvious stuff. Yes. I I am okay. I don't suppose any of the herbs that we need would be used for preparing chicken. I will say that you do see that there are obvious, like, little containers that would look like they've got salts and other spices. How many? Are 11? Uh, yeah, there's 11. There's 100% 11 separated herbs and spices. <laughs> Uh, There's no markings. Damn it! They're secret. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to go inside so I can. Uh, I'm not your taste. That's a bad Damn plan. it! See, one of them just says you not thought. Not done much. <laughs> uh, yeah, as as a as a, a chef boy. Party. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna try to determine what these herbs and spices are. Yeah, very good. Uh, I will ask you to make a singular nature check. Here's that KFC, we're coming for you. Uh, 18. 18. Yes. I'll say that you absolutely, in the presence of all these beautiful aromas, have existed and not decomposed. I'll say that they were well contained with little, you know, uh, uh, tightly affixed wooden lids inside these wooden containers. Uh, they would look, you know, similar to like little versions of cookie jars, and you pull one off and mm, you pull sure, another sure, off sure. and you. <laughs> You're a, sn- you're a sniff boy. <laughs> oh, sniffing salts. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, these are good stuff. Uh, yeah. That's a strong rosemary. Right that dangerous territory, dog. Yeah, I'll, I'll say absolutely that you get the odors of what you would associate with common spices and herbs like salt, pepper. Okay. Uh, we'll say that you get a little bit of a delicious frosty chili. <laughs> Ooh. Like a... And some delicious dill. 
We'll say there's dill. There's 100% dill now. Like, you get that, you know... Oh. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll say that you get, you know, rosemary, sage, thyme, okay. savory odors. Sure. The complexities of roasting a chicken. Okay. You get all these things. So the the only one that was like that seems like special would be the frosty chili. Mm-hmm. Okay, I am gonna take that. Put it in my bag. How uh, much does it weigh? I'll say that it weighs <laughs> because of the container. Uh, we'll go with one pound. Great. We're good. Is that, is that your carrying capacity? No, nope, we're getting there. That's what he's got left. <laughs> this is all I will take with me. Frosted chili. Feather of salt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One pound. You have a pound of salt. That's a lot of salt. Yeah. Never know another blessing. Like, the container would be about this big. Exactly. Sure. But like salt. one of the Morton sea salt containers. Correct. Yeah. Soul food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Do you want a container? <laughs> I'm sorry? Do you want a container of a spice or an herb? Yeah, give me some uh, Old Bay. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I'll say that there's definitively a mixed blend <laughs> of what would you, as Paul, would associate with delicious Creole seasoning <laughs> in the frozen north. <laughs> Gandor would be so proud. <laughs> I mean, given I the know age, it's in that damn book. Yes. <laughs> I need that one. Given the age, too, I guess it would be Young Bay. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> I would like some chili lime salt spice, please. No. <laughs> no! <laughs> no. <laughs> That's nothing. Mm-hmm. Good day, son. And you said it's a pound? Yes, it's a pound. Holy <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a crab bake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope you already got the crabs. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's okay. A spider bake. It's like, it's like a land crab. We're having an old-fashioned spider boil. You're not wrong. wrong. <laughs> but also not helpful. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know another good way to describe this, but for where you guys are, uh, you would get the horrific odor of long-spoiled goat milk. Because we're now in the donut place, (laughs) and we've got to make delicious glazes for the donuts. So you see pounds of what would look like, you know, sugar that is still, we'll say, intact because it's sealed and well-contained. But yeah, no, you'll see barrels of where, uh, we'll also say you see an old-fashioned, like, butter churn. (laughs) Uh, You'll see that, where that also is leaking and kind of split apart. You see horrible piles of goat milk that's dried out and is <laughs> chunky like an old curdled caramel sour just cream like cottage cheese yes oh. yeah so it's still damp yeah <laughs> goats are hardy some <laughs> shit's not adding up here <laughs> we're in a, we're in a Listen, the spiders were running a business. They had to milk the goats. It's spider milk, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) It's a cave system under a snow-covered mountain. (laughs) (laughs) It it is very cold down here. Like, there is absolutely almost a sensation of natural refrigeration. Just not that well. Yeah, like, it's perpetually, like, 10 degrees down here. It can only do so much. Yes, yeah. After, you know, however many years that Balor is lied about that things have gone astray eventually all things will fade are there any like packaging for the donuts yes uh i'll say that you see um little 
So if you were to go to a carnival, you know how they have the ring toss game? Mm -hmm. I'll say that you see little wooden boxes (laughs) that have little wooden spokes for perfectly sized donut holes. (laughs) Where they just like set them out on them? Yep. We'll say that you see like seven or eight boxes of those. Uh, I'll say that I guess you have mountain frying oil because <laughs> we got to fry these donuts. I feel like that's probably going to smell worse than the milk. Yeah, 100%. The old ugh, molded oil in like mm-hmm. a big old well, barrel. It definitely goes rancid. Yes, after it does. A period of time. Yeah, so horrible stall. You guys got the nice stall. <laughs> you guys went to KFC. I would have thought donuts. We went so to fucking dystopian Cinnabon. <laughs> You kind of did. It's a regular Cinnabon. It's a regular Cinnabon. Yeah. And I will say that there are large containers of cinnamon, nutmeg, <laughs> sugar, various delicious, uh, more savory spices like that. Would Nesgrim know if those spices are common out in the world? Uh, yeah, they're not like uncommon. I would say that those would still be things that would have been present in Ryak. Sure. So, so not something worth taking, then. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna take one of the like if you guys want some delicious vanilla beans we can we can go down that route like mm, whatever we want can i get some cacao trees trees (laughs) trees no you can have cacao nuts you want some nuts dj And the leaves as well? <laughs> no. I'm going to go back to Overwatch and start, not Overwatch, Overwatch and start trapping. No. You can have some delicious dried cacao nibs. Do you want those? Oh, those are the worst. Yeah, but... Is there Car- cinnamon? Carrie Cruz loves Yes, there is cinnamon. I want some cinnamon. You want some sticks? Or do you want powdered? I'll say there's a mortar and pestle. You want to powder some cinnamon real quick? I'll just take the sticks. Very good. Yeah, we'll say you get a bundle of cinnamon sticks. How heavy is the mortar and pestle? Is uh, it like a big one or like a pocket? Like a... like a pocket boy. We'll say like a pocket mortar and pestle. Can I take the pocket Five pounds. one Not the one I You got it. Yeah, not the one you got. <laughs> you got a mortar and pestle. Cool. Got yourself a pocket boy. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> DJ knows a thing or two about a pocket boy. How I feel about that. These are the first two stalls. <laughs> uh-huh. We've gathered lovely ingredients here. Very good. Uh, we're gonna walk around their stall for the next one. How many cinnamon sticks? Ten. Ten. Cinnamon sticks. Fuck it. Ten. I mean, they don't wait. What is she going to kill me with with cinnamon sticks? If she gouges a ghost's eyes out (laughs) with cinnamon, (laughs) yeah, the ghost is going to (laughs) sneeze. Gazoom pipe. Listen, we're just going to, we're going to challenge Balor to do the cinnamon challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly I've been defeated. (laughs) Call out all the souls that he's consumed. Mm -hmm. Give me some water. No. Please. I'll give you anything you want. Just give me water. (laughs) Quit being a bitch. (laughs) Oh, is that chocolate? Oh, what is this? It's horrible. It's cacao nibs. I hope you like the Grinch when they're feeding them all the pudding. Mm -hmm. Welcome to your interrogation. (laughs) (laughs) The Grinch is going to feed you salt and sweets. Cinnamon board. Don't you remember how terrible it was being alive? (laughs) Seriously. What was his favorite meal? Tell <laughs> <Throw> me! <laughs> was it duck? Where's the Phil's Kitchen book? <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Where's Guy you Phil said you were going theory? over to the next stall, stall number three. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, 
Yeah, we'll say that this stall is uh, filled with obvious barrels of what look like delicious sugary crystallized treats. Uh, so if you were to, <laughs> you know, crystallize sugar, like caramelize it, you would see that there would be small little toffees and things like that. Mm, rock and little candy. barrels. Yeah, delicious rock candy. Very fitting for the rock boys. Exactly. I like it. I'm just going to... Take it back. Take some. Yeah, I'll say that there are small pouches on hooks along one of the back walls, and you see. Does it look good, or? Yeah, it still looks fine. And some delicious caramels. Poke it. Yeah, it's still uh, it's a little bit firm, but it's still got the traditional yummy caramel squish to it. Mm. Oh, those. Ooh, okay. Those yeah, are, yeah. I, I love those. Man. I'm gonna take uh, two pouches of those. Gandar's, Gandar's <laughs> finest. Yeah. Is that what it says? Yeah. Gandar's <laughs> finest marbles. <laughs> yep. I'm taking two pouches. Very good. Yeah. You take two pouches. We'll say that each of them weigh a pound. Uh, you got two pounds of fucking delicious soft caramels. That's, That's a, a lot, lot of soft caramels. It's great. We're gonna kill somebody with those. Yes. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Somebody's gonna kill somebody with those. Two caramel allergy and death by caramel. It's hey, Arthur, do you want a caramel? <laughs> Use them as caltrops. You've heard of waterboarding. <laughs> It'll turn any caramel into a movie. Melt it down and just pour it on someone. <laughs> if we feed it to the hag, get all stuck in her teeth. Very uncomfortable. No more really, really, really unpleasant. Talk. It's the, the crown scene from the first season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's Carmel. Except Carmel. <laughs> Hail to the king. <laughs> you guys want to do stall four? Yes, uh-huh. sir. Very good. Did either of you guys want rock candy or caramels? Uh, the pouches. Mm-hmm. Like Small decent. canvas cloth pouches. Decent, though? Like mm-hmm. Yeah, they still look like they're intact. I'm gonna like pour some of the candy out and snag a couple of those. Sure, yeah. While we're out here on herb grab. Sure, yeah. So you can have six pouches. Add them to your inventory. Good you guys plan. want stall number four? Yes, please. Very good. Uh, yeah. I'll say that you guys wrap around as you see Felix just gradually <laughs> take a garble. Yeah, yeah, yeah! <laughs> it's almost uh, still sticky. <laughs> yeah, we'll say that, um,. Uh, you guys go to the fourth stall, uh, and you'll see that it is got like a, a kiln set into the back. You can see long, uh, stretched out racks from it. You can see big piles of flour and what would look obviously like yeast. And you found another little bakery for fresh, delicious loaves of bread. Mm. You would see long, uh, like the, they probably have a name, but like the, the fucking the long... Sure. What is it? Like a paddle? Like an oar. Yeah, like a paddle where you get fucking bread out. <laughs> bread paddle. You see like three or four of them. Again, it's a pretty small space, so it doesn't look like it's obviously going to be able to feed an abundance of people. You want is, the paddle? Is there a sourdough starter in here? Yeah. Yeah. A very nicely hundred and something year old sourdough starter. It's the boiled boil family sourdough starter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gandar's finest doughs. <laughs> Gamdar run every one of these stalls. Yes. <laughs> is Gamdar the Frost Father? No. It's the Gam Father. She is the great grandmother. <laughs> I am the grandmother of mm-hmm. the mountain. Mm-hmm. The Frost Father's mother. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, goddammit, Father. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> you ruined my sourdough starter. <laughs> yeah. 
see the ingredients uh, comprised for making bread in various barrels and little containers. A lot of it would be molded and pretty old. You see the paddles on the back walls. Uh, you guys are still illuminating the areas around you. I'll tell you that for especially you with having such an incredibly mm -hmm. high passive perception now with Observant, you don't hear any movement uh, around you, obviously, other than your friends as they're shuffling around through these stalls. You get the sensation that, like, this was genuinely akin to a fairgrounds, where the stage, as you guys are moving along through the center of the room, you can see that there were areas on the stage in which, obviously, there would have been possibility in presentation settings. Sure. So, like, you would see, you know, small instruments that would be strewn about. So, like, a lyre, you would see a set of drums that are, like, adjacent to one of the... Uh, what would be the central stairs ascending up onto the stage. Uh, you guys now at the center point would be able to see that there is, uh, on the stage, at the central point of it, there is obviously a declination and a hallway behind the center point of the stage for what would look like it would go back into some other room. We can conclude the stalls first, and then I will do the remainder of the market square as a setting. I just don't want to miss sure. with where you guys are now reaching the fourth and fifth stalls, what would obviously be the center point behind the stage. Sure, cool. <clears throat> uh, cool. So, uh, yeah, we'll say that fourth stall for you guys. Uh, I'm going to take the sourdough starter. You take the sourdough starter? Yeah, I'll say that it's in a, a nice glass jar with a sealed, like, large cork <laughs> lid. Uh, I'll say that that weighs three pounds, mostly because of the size and density of the, the jar itself and the cork. Are there any, like, in good shape burlap sacks? In here? From the grain. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that there's as well, obviously, you know, wheat and, uh, uh, like barley, I would even say would be present here, mm -hmm. uh, mostly just for maintenance and keeping. But yeah, if you want a burlap sack, uh, I don't know if there's specifically a burlap one, but like there is definitely sack in Beyond. So like, sack is added. Sack is added. <laughs> uh, did you want to look for anything else here? This is the the bread bakery, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Correct. <clears throat> Recipes? Uh, sure. I mean, I'll say that there's like a little cabinet. You can make the investigation check specifically for recipes because they might not be in areas where you think. Oh, shit. Cool. Uh, you said investigation, right? Correct. That is a 13? Sure. 13. I'll, I'll say that below the windowsill, etched into the wood, you see a pair of hands with big, big sacks in them just dumping stuff out and you see like what obviously looks like a little table mm. and then next to that you see the hands just slapping the stuff <laughs> and then next to that you see the hands forming the stuff so like the instructions are kind of make <laughs> yes they made this as idiot proof as they could <laughs> Gamdar had a lot of uh, Grimdar-esque employees we'll say gonna point that There's out. Gauntlets. Yes, they're gauntlets. You're making the bread with delicious instead of oven mitts. Very delicious good. gauntlets. Very good. Yep. Uh, cool. Uh, we'll go to fifth stall for you guys, unless there's anything else you guys wanted to look for on the fourth. Uh, again, all same building construction types of, you know, old desiccated wood, 
Like, they still look like they're intact. There's a little bit of shifting in the awning as, you know, the weight of time. Uh, the fifth one, uh, as you guys, again, circle around to them and you look inside, uh, you can see an area in which it looks like there's an enormous cauldron. <laughs> like, set into the, not the wall, but like, right before the wall, you can see that there's a chimney that extends upwards. Uh, and along the sides of it, you can see that on the counters, there are what would be sacks of potatoes and other root vegetables. Found the soup kitchen, Don. Very good. <laughs> Made you a soup kitchen. Very good. I will tell you that all the ingredients in here are rotten and split open and, yep. you know, look horrible, give off a terrible odor. Uh, you do see one enormous spoon. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. <laughs> Uh, I am going to search for recipes as somebody that has to make a lot of soups because we have water as an ingredient. Sure, absolutely, snow. yeah. Yeah, you can make an investigation check for soup recipes. I'm just going to point at the spoon. Is it metal? Wooden? Uh, I would say that it's a big metal spoon. Ruda? Yeah! Well, we need it. <laughs> spoon? <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> is it that big? Yes. Oh my. <laughs> it would look like six feet high. Oh my god. What? Yes. Big I spoon. didn't think it's you meant that shovel. big. Yes, it's like the shuffle. Oh my god. <laughs> spoon is too big. <laughs> what do I do with it? That's his weapon now. You hit bad things with it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Spoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I am the big spoon. Wait, you, said <laughs> you said it's like six feet tall? Yes, it's a comically large spoon. He's Thank you, dwarves. Yes. Oh, God. He's like a nighttime <laughs> vigilante. That's his name. The big spoon. <laughs> <laughs> On oh, shit, we gotta go. It's the big spoon. Bam! You hear the howl and you know he's there. <laughs> it's the spoon signal. It's a spoon that wasn't for using. It's a spoon that was for signage. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Name of the shop. Spoon. Like, it's it's genuinely very heavy. Like, it looks like it's like a 50-pound spoon. Oh, my God. Can't wait <laughs> for him to use it as a mace. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, it's an eight on the investigation check. An eight? Uh, I'll say that you find amidst, underneath piles of flour and things like that, uh, you know, areas in which there's obviously uh, rotten butter and stuff, you'll find one small little recipe and it just says Grandar's Finest Gumbo. Ooh, yeah. Just say that in common. Yeah, I'll give it to him in common. She was trying to make sure that when she prepared herself to sell her exquisite recipe books, that she was first in common. Very good. She knew she'd have to make it big someday. <laughs> Probably need Old Bay for that. Yeah, I was going to say, Felix, I might have a use for the Old Bay. Mm-hmm. I'll say that you see, like, a very crude drawing of her. <laughs> and I'm going to draw Oh, God. Wait, what? <laughs> I like uh, that I, you've I, defined it as crude because you're about to draw it yourself. I found a, a gumbo recipe. I might have use for your spice. <laughs> you spice it, it was fine until you paused. Do you need us to leave? Like no. But first, Verda, I need you to spoon. <laughs> good, good gumbo sounds good. Yes. Very good. Oh, please. 
There you go, buddy. Oh, that's horrible. She looks like a spider. <laughs> Gamedar is a spider, isn't she? John, what's going on on the side? Elephant ears? I think it's hair. I don't. It's spider legs. Alright. She's got a spider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, just like Top like said it was rude. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like my apple. <laughs> <laughs> the difference. Uh, well, anyway. Mm-hmm. So we found the soup kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys want to go to six? Yeah. Sure. Cool. I'll say that as you guys approach uh, the opening for six and peer inside, uh, you can see... Uh, within small bushels of what would have actually been apples, where you see just like cores and seeds carelessly strewn out over the the floor, uh, you would see uh, along the back walls as well, kind of like low hanging areas in which would have been bushels of like attached to raw iron hooks, kind of how we mm-hmm. have extending out for the lanterns. You would see baskets hanging down from what would have been plants. So you would see the formation of small plants and you would see soil that still exists within, but really, really dried out, obviously, because it has not been watered or well kept at all. You can see that there were obviously herbs and things of that nature that were kept inside of here. If you would like to check to see whether or not there is anything residual that is usable, I would permit you to do that. Uh, if you could make a nature check, please. Mm-hmm. I can <clears throat> certainly try. Eleven. Eleven? I will say that they're not usable, but you would see small, wilted away, very thin fragments of what Rotora would associate with tea leaves. So they would be very brittle, like not even able to like pick up thin mm-hmm. fragments of like the little spokes for the stem from where it branches out. Would there be any um, any of like the rootage? Left? If you would like to root around for that, what did you have? A twelve, an eleven. An eleven. Uh, I'll say that you find some very withered roots. As Rotori, you would know it would be very unlikely for you to be able to make something out of it, just because of how old and decrepit and brittle these are. These do not look at all like the individual substances that you have been requested to find Mm -hmm. them. But they do give you the inclination that there is a sense of care and tenderness that was devoted here between the stalls that you have found for cooking they did care for herbs and other plant-like mm-hmm. substances, even still here in the dark. I will leave behind the baskets of rotten yeah. stuff. Yeah, sadly. Rip. Yep. Uh, seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say that as you guys wrap around, that as you get to this stall, you can see that the back wall is not actually a wooden wall. It jets into the stones, and in the back stones, um, you can see sprouting out through little areas, small, curved upwards, conical shapes of mushrooms. And on the height, you can see that there is a small, angled, what would look kind of like a pipe fitting, okay. where it would be <laughs> extending down from ceiling shaped towards mm-hmm. the, the mushrooms themselves. Hmm. Uh, 
in the grounds in here, you would see what would look like the thin, wilted, withered away remains of mushrooms. So, like, incredibly, again, firm. Like, you would see effectively just the stems that would still exist here stuck in areas on the ground. Uh, And you would see, again, not like a large cauldron like there was before, but you would see a mortar and pestle on the table. You would see what would obviously have been small jars of... uh, or sorry, thin glass bottles of various liquids. Uh, a few of them give off the acrid odor of what would be rancid oils. Mm. Found the LSD store. Mm. <laughs> so like a curtain in the back. <laughs> so this is this is the shroomery. Yes, you found the shroomery. You found Gandar's Get High Emporium. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely a back curtain, right? There is not a back curtain. There is just the wall of shrooms. Is there okay. a sick blacklight poster? <laughs> <laughs> Lava lamp. That was what was in the ceiling. <laughs> Press the digitation inside of it, and it would conical down over the shrooms and just stare at it. <laughs> so that, means, that means everything was legal down here. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it would be paraphernalia up front, mm-hmm. curtain, <laughs> product <laughs> in the back. Gamdor was dripping. That's how she made all her recipes. <laughs> What's a gumbo? I don't know, but I'm about to find out. <laughs> you got a really good plan for Bam. some new spice. No, my name's Gonna call it Old Bay. Yeah, there's mushrooms, though. Still fungal growth out from sure. areas in which you can see there are, into the stones themselves, small, like, mossy ferns, kind of like how we have over here. Sure. Uh, yeah, I would try to identify any that might be used for medicinal purposes and... Which ones to avoid due sure. to like making it feed to Nesgrim? Mm-hmm. Natural 20. Natural 20. Nice. Yeah, I will say that there are uh, thin ones that look like they have yellow spottings uh, that you would associate with mushrooms that are used in mood altering effects. Mm. So they are like a thin white mushroom with small yellow dots. Uh, I'll tell you that there are ones that have kind of like stretching out from the stem up over the blooming like plumage mm-hmm. for the, the dome. You can see ones that have what look like almost spiraling out into a concentric circle, uh, like a brown thin line. Uh, you would associate those with things that are numbing agents that are good for medicinal purposes if people are in pain. Uh, we had previously learned about the shamans from Borst's tribe using hallucinogenic Correct. Plants, correct? Yeah. You guys aren't in the shroomery. Uh, sure. But, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you that in terms of ones that you would know to avoid, you don't see any that feel like you should avoid them. Okay. You see that those are the two prominent ones that look like they have an actual yeah, availability. Like uh, yeah, I'll say that they look like uh, small, almost like a crystal cluster. Okay. Like, there is one in which there is an obvious central membrane and there are small pokings out. It would be very tiny, thin boys. Uh, only maybe, like... A half an inch in length. Uh, they look like they have the coloration throughout the again the dome of like a copper color, mm-hmm. and the extending portion underneath um, would be like a thin, uh, stretching like line linear, almost like if you were to sit too long in water and sure. you get the cat like the wrinkling in your fingers. Mm-hmm. The stem would have that similar wrinkling. Uh, and it would have like a, a bit of a light green hue to it underneath. Okay. 
Uh, I'll tell you that you associate those with something that, Im- when consumed, imbibes a sensation of like heartiness and fulfillment. For hunger specifically. Okay. How common or uncommon are these for the area that we're in? Uh, inside of the north, I'll say that the three people who have spent time out in the north, they're not incredibly uncommon. They are found pretty frequently in areas not whatsoever associated with any, like, negativity or uh, concerning materials. These look like natural fungal and moss growths. Okay. Are there any that don't look as common to this area? Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, uh, yell and look, can I have one of those, um, sacks that you picked up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fill yeah. my sack with some shrooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll say that you Shroom get, sack. you know, six mm-hmm. ounces, six ounces of each of those. Okay. Cool. Uh, anything else you guys wanted to do in seven before we jump to eight? You're good, good. Cool. Uh, Can I take one of the hanging baskets from previous... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you wanted to dump out, like, the rotting stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Dump, like, the old broken, brittle soil onto the ground here. my jar Mm -hmm. and my cinnamon sticks. Mm -hmm. And then... Shopping basket. You asked for a shopping episode. Yes. And I provided one just in a terrifying context. (laughs) It's a market episode. Yeah. It's a shopping episode where you don't got to pay for anything. Yeah, Yeah, things are discount. You just got to find the things that aren't rotten. Mm -hmm. Or trying to kill you. Yep. Uh, yeah, for eight, as you guys mm-hmm. approach it, uh, look in through the shuttered area. You can see that along the back walls, it's an obvious coat racks set, where you can see that there are various nicely tailored fur-lined cloaks. Uh, obviously a little bit smaller because they are designed for dwarven people. Still would be pretty fitting for anybody of like five foot five and under. Uh, would be a little bit smaller on the people that are taller. But you can see that there are four... Uh, still nice and intact. Uh, they obviously look like they've got a, a thick layer of dust, and like in the presence of where you guys are, it obviously still is a very musty room. Uh, and you can see along the bottom, there's a two-tiered shelf of what look like boots. Do they do they look nicer than what we are currently yes. dressed in? Mm-hmm. Would I associate those boots with like work boots or dress boots or? You would associate them with dress boots. Dress boots. Same with the cloaks. That these are designed for more formal attire. You can see also hanging from the walls like obvious, uh, again, wrought iron hooks attached are spools of various colored yarns and uh, fabrics. So a very small tailor, like this is a, hey, while you're here in the market, if you need something hemmed, if you need something stitched, if you want to buy, we have a few nice purchasable pieces of material. But I don't know if you guys want cloaks or boots. Would the... I would probably take a cloak. Sure. What color would you like? Or they, they're fur lined, you said, right? Correct. Yeah, they all look like they're lined with the fur of bear and wolf. Oh, okay. Uh, I would take white. Then. Sure. White cloak with what color fur? For accent. Uh, white, ideally. Sure. White on white. You got it. I'll take one. Hmm? Actually, I'll take the the cloaks and like a cloak and boots. Sure. If if the boots would fit. Yeah. Yep. 
And you, they're dress boots, not work Correct. Boots, right? okay. These are not... The boots are not utilized in either adventuring or exploration. Mm-hmm. These sure. are if you are looking for something for possibly a nice event that is occurring at the conclusion of the month that you guys have been invited to, possibly a good opportunity to give yourself a bit of an, uh, an upgrade in formal attire. I'll also grab a pair of boots. There you go. <laughs> you said there are boots that look like they fit us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Probably sit there for a second and mm-hmm. just match it up to my foot. Mm-hmm. What do they seem to be made of? Uh, definitely like a sturdy leather, like a nice tanned leather. Human leather. <laughs> we should call the others in there too. I like it. <laughs> That's human. <laughs> definitely a person. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna grab a, a set of boots. Sure. Um, I'm also gonna look around. I would like to look for a sewing kit. Yes. We needed yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, there is a sewing kit in here. Beautiful. Yep. Yeah. In terms of like. Tools, uh, that would probably be the only tool set that would be available in here, and it would only be a singular sewing kit. Mm. Should we call the others in here as well to grab? That is not a thing. Cloaks, I don't. Does, what was Reardo wearing? Uh, Reardo was wearing some pretty shitty old torn apart stuff. Give him some clothing. Get him something. Yes. Like his boots were, you know, mostly ripped, the soles were pretty, uh, uh, separated. Uh, so, I mean, you guys are obviously 10 feet away. If you wanted to call Reardo, Reardo yeah. would come over and just feed stuff. <laughs> yep. Come here, boy. <laughs> Help him find a pair of boots. He rips off boots. <laughs> you can see as he rips off his boots, his feet are comparable to his hands, in which they are desiccated, but you can look and see that obviously in the same way that he's got the razor-extended talons, he has effectively claws. <laughs> So, like, he has human hose, but they conically shape out towards claws, and he just, ah, I haven't taken my shoes off, and, oh, my God, my feet. He's kind of philosophy. <laughs> he just are holds there, his foot up a lot. Are there socks in here? No. <laughs> okay. He's got velociraptor toes. Pretty much. You dive on a lake and catch a trout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Can you help me, buddy? What do you, to get them on? Yeah. Ah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Starts to pull boots off. And you want it all from a cloak as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're taking there, Is there enough for everyone to. Four cloaks. Four cloaks. Mm hmm. Four cloaks, four sets of boots. I should take all of it. We can at least. We could sell what we. Mm-hmm. And any sort of clothing out here could be. could prove useful. Mm hmm. Yeah. So he takes uh, the boots, puts on the cloak, steps back out, sees you guys. Uh, we'll pop over to eight. Or mm-hmm. sorry. Uh, yep. No, no, no. You guys are odd numbers. You guys should be yeah, nine. 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 Uh, yeah. You guys see Reardon come back out in a slightly nicer looking cloak. Uh, nice boots. Just kind of steps for a minute. <laughs> My feet make noise. Yes. Uh, looks very comfortable. Yeah. Never had nice shoes. The perks of dwarven ruins. Yeah! You love dwarven ruins. I do. After all? Mm hmm. What are we doing? Nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys step over towards the nine stall. Uh, and as you guys get over there, uh, you can see that it is obviously a small little, uh, what would have been a brew hall uh, mm. for an area in which there are just 
wants more, like three to four small casks and barrels along the back. A bunch of mugs. Uh, I will say that this is the first area that you guys have seen uh, what looks like a large, uh, like, we'll go with a, a, a wooden bowl uh, in which inside you can see that there is a large pile of uh, gold and silver coins. Covered it slightly in like yeah. webbing, but you know, cobwebbing to sure. indicate dust and stuff. But you can see that there's a pile of gold. You can see uh, cracked mugs that look like they have fallen off. Some hooks on the grounds from areas in which along the western and eastern walls, the hooks have just kind of slid across the time. Uh, and the open casks and barrels of ale smell rancid. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna see the silver and just kind of shudder a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, we should still gather it. Yes, if someone else could. I'm uh, gonna open my sack mm -hmm. and Luigi Mansion style, just <laughs> with mystic hand, just suck it in. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'll say that you get uh, 12 gold mm. uh, and 24 silver. We can uh, divide all of that later. Yes. After we are out of here. Mm -hmm. Offset yeah. some of what we owe to Arthur. Nod. <laughs> and then you guys would be still 10 yep cool. that was gold you said was in there desk. sorry what gold was in there gold and silver it's a bank uh, no 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 this was a small place for ales yeah it was a tip uh, jar yes it was a tip jar <laughs> gotcha yeah uh yeah I will say that the 10th stall uh inside as you look there is simply a small pair of stools in the center. Um, and then there is what looks like a small cot elevated into the back corner of the wall. As you are standing in here, you would see, like, along to the left of the cot, a small countertop. And on it, you would see small powders and pigments. And you would see needles laid out on a table. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Get a commemorative Phil Farthing tattoo, you come to Gamdor's finest tat. <laughs> shit. <laughs> there would be another drawing of Gamdor just jacked his shit and tatted up. Hopefully she just didn't come from the mushroomery. <laughs> yeah, I got this. <laughs> what do you want? A duck? You got it. They've got rules against that kind of thing. I'll just kind of point at it. Yeah. Powdered pigments, various colors. Would I be able to identify it as what I think it is? Yes. Uh, as, as an individual who, in your culture, your people absolutely would have had commemorative uh, um, markings and tattoos to demonstrate like their prowess and stuff. Yes, you would know. Cool. Um, Old-fashioned, like, stick and poke shit, mm -hmm. though. Mm -hmm. I'm going to gather some up. Pigments? Mm -hmm. They're in small, not-sealed bowls. And they're, like, covered in, you know, cobwebs. Sure. Uh, yeah, no, Probably if you want to clear them and, anymore. Yeah. yeah. You want to dump them into a sack and have a big, you know, oh, shimmery yeah. sack of colors. <laughs> you can do that. Water, water balloon full of ink. Mm -hmm. Actually, you know what? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. You I wonder what I can do with a sack full of dust. Before you dump it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to kind of like tap one of the pigments and. Mm -hmm. 
Is it still resiny? Or is it more on the powder side? I would say it would be more on the powder side. You know what this is used for, right? No. Uh, drawing? On skin. Oh, this is tattooing. Yes. <laughs> God damn it, DJ. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Tattooing. <laughs> Nobody in the party has tattoos. Nobody in the party has tattoos. You haven't seen anybody with tattoos. I would say that you would understand the idea of drawing in skin. Sure. I would say you don't know tattoo ink. Fair. Would, um, oh, jeez. Would Buck have had tattoos? Uh, no, I don't think Buck Uh actually did. Buck probably would have on, like, the chest and torso, but Buck was pretty covered, yes. Yeah, the only one is the horrifying marks on Adrian. Nivara, too. Correct. You guys have seen people with yeah. drawings in their flesh, but sure. not called like tattooing. Skin mm-hmm. art. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. No, I don't know what it's used for. <laughs> oh, you know the, like, Naivaro has? Sure. With her pictures? Sure. It's the same thing. Oh, and you. This is what makes the markings? And you poke it in, yes. Do you, could you do that? Me? No. They've done it in our tribe. Have you ever seen it done? Once or twice. Do you think you could replicate it? <laughs> Couldn't be too hard. We can give it a shot. <laughs> you want to grab some needles? <laughs> if we can properly package it, perhaps later. Sure. Killed Nesgrim with heavy. Got him. Of the long con. <laughs> right. I just don't feel good today, guys. <laughs> yeah, so I'll gather up whatever pointy objects I can find from mm-hmm. in there and mm-hmm. put those in nicely wound in a rag in a mm-hmm. in a sack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While he packs up the very good pigments. <laughs> I don't know how how in the storeroom without mixing them. There's like <laughs> entire jars, like just spice jars and stuff that we could oh, dump. Oh, true. Just put yeah. salt in it. I'm gonna go back and get some oh. spice jars and dump the spices out. I can't wait till you have cayenne in your veins. Love <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. it. Well, I can't rinse them. Yeah. <laughs> Spitting them. It's fine, just get like. It's getting like, wet things. sanitary somehow. <laughs> right. Let me clean these out. <laughs> Alright, we're all good. I assume all the needles are pre packaged and mm-hmm. autoclaved already. It's fine. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't just leave the unsterilized needles. Definitely. If anything, they're probably cleaner than they've ever been since yeah, there's nothing really. touching mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for 200 years. I mean, can pathogens last that long? 200 years? Mm-hmm. Not unless they're in soil. Yeah. Good news. Mm-hmm. I, I can't think of a means to carry them That's without, like you said, putting mm-hmm. cayenne in my tattoo ink. Yeah, I will tell you that, like, you know you're the going through other areas. Area. You might find other things sure. in other That's areas. This might be a thing to return to. Sure. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Cool. Yeah, those are the pencils. <laughs> walk out and look at my friends. Uh, mm-hmm. Find anything interesting? Bread starter. <laughs> 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 
Sorry? What? Uh, we can make bread. So oh. a hallway over by the stage, we should probably... Yes, we should inspect that. I talk found... about whatever that is later. Some it's, mushrooms. It's, it's fine. It's a fungus. Like yeast makes bread. Yes. Is yeast? I don't think I've ever made yes. bread before. Yeast mm-hmm. is alive. Mm-hmm. Well, I know it's alive, but I didn't know it's a fungus. It's fungus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got a social security number and everything. <laughs> Registered here in Belmont. <laughs> I got an ARP so, card. <laughs> I'm going to walk up to Nesgrim, silently hand him a caramel candy. Mm-hmm. What is this? Candy? I'll eat one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they're still good. Uh, they're definitely a little textured and like hard on the edges, but only in certain points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, in surface area, I'd say maybe like 30, 35% of it is a little bit tough, but the interior is nice and chewy and sweet. Very well made. I would eat mine after watching. Mm-hmm. I'd eat mine after watching Felix eat his. Yeah, same, same experience. You can really taste the cave air. <laughs> Very good. Well preserved. Mm-hmm. Indeed. It's quite good. Mm-hmm. Can I have another? Okay. <laughs> L- later. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the last booth, does there appear to be any sort of art or papers or anything extra that would it, like tell me what they were making or if they were freehanding this stuff or? I I suppose there would be. Uh, in terms of just like, again, in the same connection to how the bread <laughs> was, there would be tattooing for dummies. Alike. Eh? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> flash. The person the person one guy bleeding out, this is what not to do. <laughs> yes. Uh, I would say that there would definitely be some some drawings, though, on the opposite wall of actual, um, like how you, you know, like the sheet, mm-hmm. uh, where you flash, can just, like, yeah. pick the flash sheet. Uh, I would say that there would be, you know, like, uh, like a tankard of ale with, like, bubbles coming out of mm. it, and... Uh, you know, uh, like a couple of like crystal clusters that would be nice and pretty. You'd be able to fill in for whatever color you would want. Uh, big booty barrel? Yeah, big booty barrel <laughs> for like a nice tramp stamp for Nesgrim. Uh, really reminiscent of the buns. <laughs> I would just want the word. If it's a tramp stamp, I'm just getting the words big booty barrel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you should just get BBB accredited. Big booty barrels. I would say that there would be one of like a, a large like warhammer that would be encrusted with jewels around the edges uh, and around the height of the handle and uh, at the pommel. Uh... Yeah, comparable things like that. If you were looking for anything in particular, Mm -hmm. was there anything reminiscent of Adrian or Nivara's tattoos? No. Nothing associated with uh, draconic visualizations Mm -hmm. or uh, the, like, you know, cursed dagger that existed, no onk, um, and... No defiled black claws? Yeah, no defiled black claws, (laughs) no horrific, you know, broken draconic wings. Okay. Uh, yeah, nothing along those lines. And I would have, I would assume that, like, I, I would know that different groups did different types of tattoos. Correct, absolutely. So this is predominantly, this is the dwarven style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. Cool. Mm-hmm. 
It's American traditional. It's yeah. <laughs> American <laughs> traditional. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go ahead and return the uh, the needles to where we found them. Actually, sure. we're gonna be swinging back through. I'd rather not have pokey stuff in my bag. Sure, yeah, sharps stuff. Mm-hmm. Sharps. What do you mm-hmm. mean? <laughs> we carried like daggers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but those have sheaths. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These are loose needles in a mm-hmm. bag. <laughs> Huh? I did wrap them, but I don't want those sharps yeah, around. I, I, around. If I was going to do it, I would assume that my people wouldn't have needles mm-hmm. <laughs> to do things. So mm-hmm. I would. I would you should use your dagger. Bones. Claw and bone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hollow bones. bones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys are gathered here outside of the ten stalls. Into the stairs. Yeah, show Stage. We, yes. Inspect yeah. this hallway. The, we got all the cloaks, right? Correct. Yep. You guys grab the four cloaks, the four sets of boots. Nothing we were looking for, though. No. Well, Sadly, no. Um, we can make bread, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so in the center portion of the stage, behind the stage, uh, you guys would approach, ascend up the central portion. Uh, again, it's only about like a seven-ish high platform at the height of the stairs. Platform goes from end to end. Uh, as you guys are standing here, what would be to your left, so the opposite side of where you guys entered, and the center of the opposite wall. Uh, You would see a pathway that would extend. uh, It would be about 10 feet wide, uh, again, about 10 foot high in the ceiling, so it would be a pretty square-shaped descending hallway. And in front of you, in the center of the stage, going forward, you would see a thin hallway that goes it's only about five feet wide, goes about 15 feet, and it looks like it opens up into another large area. Uh, you would immediately get the odors of, again, rancid oils and alcohols. I think there might be more food spaces back in here. You would also smell rusted metal. Mm. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Possibly pots or something of that sort. I do smell metal. Uh, kitchen, perhaps? Yes. Um, possibly where they prepared the food for these tables. Sure. Uh, I suppose we could check. Yes. Worth taking a quick look. I'll, I'll tell you because you guys have bright and then dim and then dark vision. You're able to see very slightly into the area ahead as it opens up because your view would be kind of central and tunneled at the angle at which how far back we are at the onset. Uh, you would see. Uh, the floor would look like it is stained very dark and heavily uh, and you would see a plethora of broken tankards like split in half all over the ground chaotic pattern Uh, I would also tell you that you would be able to see with that extension of vision you would also be able to see that there are small Again, chaotic in the area of where the tankards are. Fragmented pieces of bones. Hmm. Any skulls? I would say from here, it's hard to tell. Uh, You got a decent vision for being slightly elevated. I would say it would look like there are probably skulls in these piles because they would look like collections, like heaps of bones. (laughs) Uh, if you would assist me up front here. Uh, sure. Just need your light. Oh, sure. I'm gonna go ahead and have my sword out just to be safe. Not the, uh, not the other one, my wolf sword. Regular. Yeah. And, uh, go ahead and 
head on down the hallway. Sure. To this room. Five foot thing, so walking order is one, and then who would go? I'd probably be one. Uh, I would have you in front of you or behind? Just so the light's near me, so I can see. Sure. So then I'd be right behind Dwarf. Cool. Good one to go next. I would go behind because I saw Bones. Sure. (laughs) I'll be behind him. Mm Mm-hmm. You want to be closer to the middle, I would assume. Mm-hmm. I'd say rear is probably. Do you want rear to be the back, or do you want to be? I'll the back? take. Uh, I'll go in front of. Actually, I'll stand behind Rirda. Okay, so Rirda and then Retora. Yeah. His name is Rirda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So rear guard. Cool. But he also tried to eat the food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without uh, being yeah. by the food. So <laughs> I'll tell you, <laughs> this hallway is only about twenty feet long. Uh, you descend the staircase that is on the back end. It looks like it's one of the mm-hmm. yep. uh, uh, descend down, uh, enter into this open area, uh, and again, the horrific odor once more of toxic, rancid alcohols and oils uh, that clearly look like they have gone molded. So, like, you would see small splotches in the areas in which the stones themselves of the flooring has darkened, having been seeped in alcohol. The room still smells strongly of it. (laughs) Like, to all of you, it still smells strongly of it. Uh, I will say that as you step into this area, it's a pretty wide berth. Uh, As you guys are walking down, what would be to your left is about 15 feet before it becomes um, a right-angled wall. Uh, the room itself in that direction would extend. I'm just gonna draw it. Because again, I understand that this stuff is like super hard to visualize. Sure. At a certain point, my brain just stops drying. Correct. Just... I know. It's also an oddly shaped area. So you guys would be entering from here. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. So you would see this way to your left, about 20 feet, hit a wall, right angle turn down here. You would see that this wall does not look like it is collapsed in. This extension out, it is undetermined as to whether or not from where we are, because this is like 90 to 100 feet sure. in our vision, this would go beyond our dark vision. It would look sure. like a hallway that is opening, but it is not something that at your angle you'd be able to see. Got it. This area is a collapsed in corner, so this wall looks like it would have continued. This area that is now blocked in is because of a cave-in. The wall looks curved as though it narrows in. You could climb over the rubble here. The ceilings are about 15 feet high. This rubble only goes about 7 to 8 feet in height. Okay. But this is what you guys, as you are ascending in, where you would be standing. In the areas around you, again, you would see (laughs) probably about 30 to 40 piles of bones. You would see the tattered remains of cloaks, boots toppled over into a heap. You would see the broken tankards areas where the splotches around them would look like and give off the horrific odor of the rancid alcohols. Uh, In terms of decorations and furnishings, you would see along the walls, you would see once more large oil paintings of what would look like commemorative celebrations of the discovery process and creation of ales. So you would see different dwarven people looking like they are placing substances into barrels, 
mixing and heatings, you would see uh, like an abacus where you would see the different like glass-shaped mm-hmm. tubings for being able to heat and then condense liquids. You would see, obviously not dwarven scientists, but like you would see dwarven men in coats like celebrating and like cheering with tankards all around this obvious ale hole. It is a commemorative area to, holy shit, we have perfected the concept of fermentation. Does it look like it has... have Like a sequencing? Uh, yes. Yes, absolutely. I would like to follow it around the room. Sure. Yeah, just... Looking at all of it. Cool. Taking it all in. Yeah, I will say that it begins immediately to your left. So, like, I guess the, like, easiest association for me is, like, in Catholic churches, like, the 12 steps, effectively. Right. It would be along those lines where you would look at one and you would see a dwarven man, like, harvesting barley and wheat and other various grains, bringing them back yeah i'd, I'd walk slowly and kind sure of just... as felix is observing that what would other people want to do and i do not know where other people would want to go uh you were in the bathroom this is where you guys are entering this one in the bathroom oh sorry you were in the bathroom i knew somebody <laughs> you were uh entering from in here this area is collapsed this looks like a hallway that continues but is outside of vision okay and it's it's fairly Felix would be going this way. Fairly open on the inside, not cluttered yes. with furniture or anything. No furniture, heaps of bones, like thirty piles of what would look like people. That clothing, boots, attire concentrated in small points on the ground. You would see broken and split uh, flagons uh, or tankards that would look like they were dropped and broken. Does it look like the bodies were piled, or does it look like they were huddled together and passed? I will ask you to make an investigation check for that. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. I will say that as you're entering the room, having seen from an elevation, it's hard to tell whether or not there is a pattern, because you're not able to see from the height. You're only able to see kind of like a linear, flat, two-dimensional projection of this. It's hard to discern whether or not there is a contingency or consistency in the spacing between them. But it looks like, oh my god, there was a man here or a woman here and just (laughs) pile. Okay, so it's not multiple bodies in one no, like they're not heat. like heaped. Okay. It's like got it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Bodies that were in a room that yeah. all dropped. Cool. Correct. Got yeah. it. Because I was thinking like they were heaped together, and I was no. like, oh god. Yeah, I was worried no. the thing that ripped open the door was in here. Yeah. Nope. So that's two people. Anyone else like to be doing anything as we're entering in this room? I'd probably I'd just be sticking with Ether, whatever he's doing. Okay. What would you do? I would definitely be inspecting the bones and the clothing. Would you be going to the most proximate pile of bones? Yes. I would ask Yalimlo to do it, though. To touch the bones? Yeah. Cool. That, Sarah, and DJ, what would you two like to be doing? Um, I'm just going to keep an eye out uh, for anything that moves. Okay. Where it's not supposed to. So anything that's not my companions. Would you like to 15 foot ceilings in the areas in which you guys are? The majority of the ceiling is pretty well illuminated. Would you like to keep an eye on the bones? The hallway that looks like it opens up on the south side? 
Or would you like to try to keep an eye out in this direction? Or would you like to look at the piles of bones to ensure that the piles of bones don't move? If I stand at the entrance to the room, can I kind of like... Here-ish? Yeah. Get a view there, get a view there, and be in the area of the bones? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. We'll put you... Like a little triangle towards that like hallway area. Kind of catch as much of the room yeah. in my peripherals Get like as a, I can. Okay, hallway here, corner mm-hmm. like curving there. Bones are all around me, sure. Mm-hmm. As DJ. everyone else picks through. Mm-hmm. What would you? I'd probably just stick with Felix. So you would be following him as he's going through the paintings. Yep. Okay. Lots more your corners. And I, I would he just be looking at, you know, and the paintings as he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. I'm as he's Yeah. Okay. You guys okay. walk, see the first painting. You step in, keep an eye on the other things. You equate and try to evaluate the positionings and experiencing of these piles of human beings. You guys step towards the most proximate pile in which there is a dark black cloak, a broken, obviously splintered uh, flagon. Uh, you are asking Yalom Lowe to do what with the bones? Uh, could you uh, sift through them? Uh, separate them into individual uh, bones. I've not had to do this before. What uh, I understand. <laughs> uh, just kind of line them up so I can see if it is a, a full skeleton. You need to see if it's an entire skeleton? Yes. And, Something and you do every time. No, but this these are the first skulls we have found. And I'm curious as to why. The music has also changed. And I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it does feel different in yes. this. <laughs> Maybe we should. <laughs> the music is. Did you guys hear that? Uh, have we seen any movement at all in this room other than us coming in? No. No, no, no. And you guys are pretty much canvassing the area with bright light because sure. uh, you have it with your lantern. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have it on my shield. You have it on your shield, yes, and you have torch. an actual physical torch lit. So I would say, since you two are together in this like corner, you've got a decent chunking of bright light here, a little bit of dim coming out. You guys went to the most proximate pile of bones, which would be pretty yep. close to Retor, maybe about five feet away, yep. and you guys would have a decent amount of bright and then dim out. So I mean... It would be this hallway and this separation, because this room is pretty sizable. Sure. These would be the areas that would look like beyond dim light into darkness. Um, But no, no movement from anything inside of the surroundings in bright or dim light. Outside of being a room full of skeletons. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Is there anything off about the clothing, or does it just look like average every day it would look mostly dwarven like, clothing like somebody was dressed and correct standing here yeah, between common and noble like slightly finer clothing yes it would look like, like i as a player am inferring that if there's broken tankards on the floor and it looks like things were spilled mm-hmm. we were told that whatever happened was sudden yes happened in a flash it seems like this is a room that was full of people that were gathered having some sort of gathering and Mm -hmm. whatever happened immediately they Mm -hmm. dropped on the spot yeah that is a fair inference looks like common to slightly nicer than common piles of clothing Mm -hmm. then I guess I'm gonna start trying to sort out some bones for my good friend Ethier yeah 
Yeah, uh, I, I mean... Skull first. Sure. I will say that amidst the pile of bones at the area where you would know to look close to the nape of the cloak, since it looks like it is a full human, well, dwarven skeleton, you would look by the cloak. You slightly tilt the cloak to the side, uh, and you see a small, uh, you know, adult dwarven skull and pile of bones, like... You know, the rib cage mostly still intact. The arms kind of splayed out at awkward angles. Yeah, like a delicious chest plate, Don. It's fine. Do it again. Uh, it's not apes that are going to kill you this time, buddy. Uh, yeah, so you would see that it would look mostly like a full. Hard to tell because I don't know if y'all and Lowe's ever fully investigated an entirety of a skeleton. It he's, would look like a fuckload of bones. He's asked me to sort bones. Yes. As respectfully as possible. <laughs> I know that he's a man who's doing a good thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he's asked me to sort them. Yeah. So, like, carefully. Yes. Uh, like a, as you're removing the cloak and shuffling the clothing to the <laughs> side, so you as the bone man would think that this looks like an entire skeleton. Okay. I'll, you I'll, would I'll, also I'll, see yeah. the skull. I'll stop him, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm going to pick up the skull and inspect it. Sure. Yeah, no, it would look like a... a a modest size. You've experienced dwarves in the wild. <laughs> you have found dwarf corpses in the wild. <laughs> also, that sounds weird. also sounds that sounds worse. You found you are dwarf skeletons dwarf in the snow in the wild. This would look like it's an weird. adult, adult male or female skull. Sure. Hard to discern for you sure. the, the gender of the the dwarf skull. Sure. Uh, I'm going to look for any markings or dents on the skull or anything like that. Scratch marks or on, or on any of the bones. Fractures. Sure. I'll say that you give like a, a quick inspection. Uh, as, as the bone boy, I'll say that you're very good at this and you do not feel like you are pressed for time. Cool. You give it a, a quick over and... Nothing looks out of the ordinary. You, you could see that there might be like a, a small fracturing of like a rib or sure. nothing that would look to you like it was either done post-mortem to the bones cool. or giving you the impression that these are comparable to the skeletal structures of adventurers that you have found in the wild that would have drastically more impressionable injuries sure. on the skeletal structure. Okay, so these are people that didn't do a lot of work. I mean, I don't want to uh, say a lot of work. Sure. Not a lot of dangerous not fucking of fighting sure, work, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I just figured if it's like a minor, they're more likely to have like a broken arm or something. Sure, yes. This would give you the impression that this is probably a business person. Cool. Somebody who had a... Evolutionarily different, <laughs> having been here for hundreds of years. Mm. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Skeleton in your hands. Yep. Skull in your hands. Uh, I'm just gonna like look into its eyes. Yeah. Um, you hold the, the skull aloft. Um, I would like to see what has happened here, but I am not sure now is the time. I do not know that it would be safe with at least a follower around here somewhere. Yes. If not others. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna boop, 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 boop. Uh, telepathy over to my good friend Vors. <laughs> I'm gonna call Vors. <laughs> sure. What's <laughs> up? Mm -hmm. uh, I wish to 
possibly perform my ritual with this skull so we might get some idea but you may need to pull out your sword in order to see if Balor is about or others are lurking can I respond with yours? I for yours? Uh, it's been so long since I looked at how much telepathy let me look uh, I feel like you can they probably can communicate actually Yes. Okay. You can respond to this message. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, not blocked. Yep. <laughs> Wherever my sword is, he will surely come. As for the others, I'm not sure. I'm sure there's plenty of them here. I just should I probably wish for us not to see them. Should I just take the skull and try this later? Yes, but considering the company, I would take time to rest assured if they're nearby that you are not stealing their skull or defiling their remains. They could be watching. We wouldn't want to give anyone the wrong impression of what you're doing. I could bury the remainder of the bones. You know. Yeah. On the floor. Stone. I could take all of the bones. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a big bag. Mm-hmm. You can take the skull, I'm just saying. Yes, I understand. Perhaps the, an ounce. Yes, the nature of not defiling a body and showing respect to it, of course. Exactly. Um, would you want to take it and press on? Or would you want to return somewhere? first I'm not sure anywhere in here is safe but if we could get some idea of what we are up against in here or what happened we might have some concept of how much danger we are in I think in here would be best do I remember roughly how long his rituals take only a minute or so Okay. yeah no they're not incredibly long you know, it only takes him maybe a minute or so to prepare the brazier, get the skull in, get the herbs and the blood in. Is there a possibility that the cloud thing might happen again? Uh, it only happened the one time with Adrian, so uh, probably not. Okay. Unless these were consumed by the same thing. Then possibly. I would be willing to permit it and stand guard for you. Alright. Perhaps in one of the shops after we leave this room? My thoughts exactly. A small, closed room that we can keep an eye on where you are removed from prying eyes. Yes. Alright. I think it's a good choice. Alright. I'll. Disconnect. Hmm? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take this cloak and try to nicely wrap up this skull as respectfully as I can and sure. put it in my bag. Cool. Fantastic. Uh-huh. During that time, I will say that you are keeping an eye out. I will ask you to make a perception check.
19. Cool. Yeah, I will tell you that you watch as Felix and Nesgrim, you know, out of the peripheral vision, are kind of like shuffling around looking at the various stages of fermentation, the collection of said materials necessary to make an ale. What were you doing? Feeding? <laughs> I'm also eating a candy as well. Yeah, no, another and one. you guys are taking like a minute to like <laughs> truly take in the flick process as best as you can the natural, effectively chemical process of undergoing fermentation, experimentation with it. You guys get through like two to three oil paintings worth of grandiose projection of this looks like a pivotal moment for dwarven culture. Okay, so it wouldn't give me any... I'm assuming it would be too general because it's celebratory to give me any actual information on the process. It's a general. I yes. Okay. Yeah. You would, you would make the assumption that like they are obviously utilizing heating, cooling, different projections of how in the Olympus, like where it is a surface is, or a substance is being heated. It is being projected out as like a foggy vapor and then cooled. You would see a dwarf at the other end with his hands concentrated around a, a, a longer, uh, at the end of the long tube, more of a bulbous tip <laughs> <laughs> with cold, chilled hands of a, like, uh, a continual frosted-looking light cooling ah. this tip with his own hands, <laughs> just, like, at the edges of the glass. Just and you would see below it a tape. consistent drip <laughs> Mm-hmm. Of a beautiful liquid. <laughs> so it's detailed enough. Correct. Yeah, it's definitely detailed enough to give you the association of like, holy fuck, these guys really understood what they were doing and yeah. they were experienced enough to undergo. It's fine, Don. I don't think it is, John. It's fine! <laughs> I don't think they were making ale! <laughs> I was just, <laughs> just going to say to Felix, you know, it seems as though um, all this talk about alchemy making ale the dwarves of course they make ale if they were to perfect anything that this would be the first thing I suppose do you think you may be able to write down a synopsis detailed enough to recreate this probably not dude no I would have general steps. Yes, he would understand there's heating and cooling involved. He does not understand the entirety of what is collective inside of the larger basin that is being heated to produce said vaporous effect. Sure. You wrap the skull. You with the 19 see them continuing to move. There is no other movement. Everything in here feels very stationary. You still have the the rancid odor of the areas in which alcohols have obviously spilled. Mm -hmm. I will tell you that as you are standing here amidst the piles of bones, you as an individual who is also experienced with nature, you would get kind of curious earthy aromas and so would you like just kind of being in the presence earthy aromas from the areas of the concentrations of the bones. Not dirt. Comparable not in quality of spices, but in the same aromatic of like 
leaves, and soil. Like decomposition, kind of? Kind of. You went in the hole, correct? Mm -hmm. The hole at the bottom of the tree for Rirda? Yes. You were in there. It would smell to you comparable of the same kind of earthy textures of the dirt inside. I'd be standing about your general vicinity. Correct. You guys would be pretty close to each other. Yeah, as soon as that catches my nose, I would mm -hmm. probably yeah, start It takes a, a moment where, like, eventually you become pretty nose-blind to the experience of the rancid alcohols. Force, do you smell that? Yes. Earthy reminds me of Rirda's tree. Are there any leaves in the bones? Hmm? Are there any leaves in the bones? You weren't the one who went through the bones. I'll tell you that you did not spot anything that looked like leaf or other plant life material, anything like that. Mm -hmm. Just bones and clothes. Uh, is the floor damp with alcohol still? Mm -hmm. That's why it's still present, effervescent. Oh, okay. So it hasn't soaked into the stone or anything. It's just there. It is stone, the floor, right? Correct. Are there any areas where the floor may have broken from, like, the cave-in or anything? Uh, I got a bad idea. To the area over here, yeah. it would look like there are slight indentations in the like we foot or out so out of this quick. area. Yes. Can I check that? You want to walk out. over there? I want to see if yep. there's anywhere where the where the ground breaks through to perhaps earth underneath is exposed yeah. beneath the stone. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you that that is about a, a thirty-five-ish foot walk away from you. So you would begin walking over in that I'll direction. Accompany you. Mm. you accompany her. Uh, you two are still observing the paintings. Yep. We would say we're about three <laughs> paintings of the way through. You guys have collected the initial skull. I do not know what else you guys would like to do. That would have been all the simultaneous things that would have been occurring. Um. I would walk around and inspect the clothing, uh, visually not touching it. Of another set or two yeah, or Yeah, I three. would just be moving around to sure. look at all of them to determine if... Sure, again, there yeah. are about 30 bodies sure. inside of this large space. Yeah, that's just, that's what Ethier's doing to try to take stock of, like, what types of people were here. Sure, okay, absolutely. Uh, if you're inspecting the clothing, it would all have pretty consistent uh, attire quality, okay. attire type, and attire size. Indicating to you that it looks like this is mostly adult dwarven mm -hmm. people that were in here. Okay. Um, yeah. Good. Uh, that's good for you, I'll say, because that's yeah. going to take you yeah, a long moment or so to do that. Would you stay with I'm him? I'm just sticking with him. People looking at the paintings, people going over towards the area in which the wall has kind of caved in, correct? When you, yeah. When you say the like earthy smell, is that in from like in the, the hole in the ground before... I, like, drew the symbol on the ground, or in that, like, space that we were in? The earthiness before you drew the symbol on the ground. Okay. 
where it just smelled not of like not that like smoky correct mm-hmm. not this smoky odor mm-hmm. not like brimstone and ash this just smells like the soil that was in there was slightly like dampened mm-hmm. and it had an odor of like it, it's difficult to discern like a, a an incredibly earthy quality like to it. Topsoil leaves. Kind of, yes. Kind of steel. Yes. Like wet leaves. Mm-hmm. Like compost? Sure. Compost, I think, is also a good definitive way of, like, giving it a singular separational smell to traditional what you would be smelling. It doesn't smell like rotten flesh, though, right? It does not, no. So you guys would be approaching the area in which the wall has kind of caved in. You would see again the large rubble in the areas right where the stone has struck the ground. You can see that the stones in the precipice, in the area around it, have cracked and broken away and there are small divots and indentations where you can in fact see that there is uh, soil beneath. It does not remotely smell like the smell you're getting from the bodies. I guess it's not mountain dirt, so has right. to be something on the body. I guess. Or lack thereof. You're not there. No oh, shit, right? You are overlooking a painting. Right with the Felix. Right, right, right. <laughs> Is there like a pile of bones nearby that I can pick up one and examine? Yes. Smelly bones. Can I look for like signs of like microorganisms or like some like? fungus or anything that would have eaten away at the... Okay. I don't know if that's something... I would say Rotora would understand worms and other small-scaled organisms that Mm -hmm. would be assisting in the decomposition of a body with flesh in natural areas, right? Mm -hmm. So when you go over and you go to a pile, what would in the pile you be looking at? Would you be looking at the bones? Would you be looking at the clothing? Um. I mean, can I kind of smell both and see if I can pinpoint where the smell is coming from? You lift the cloak, separate it from the pile. Mm -hmm. You can see that there is the thin, you know, cottony, like, cloth fabric of clothing and the, like, horsehair pants and things like that. As you hold aloft the cloak... It smells like it is inside of the cloak. Force. I think it's the clothing. Does it have any pockets? Can Waft it. Waft it, lay it out, see if there's anything. You waft it, you get a strong hint of it, just like. rush into your face as you waft it. Yes, as you separate it out, you can see that there are definitively pockets, like breast pockets on the interior and pockets on the side of the cloak. Digging in those pockets. I would have stopped you before you reach with your hands. (laughs) Get your grubby little fingers out of there. Um, You waft. I will ask you guys because you said you're going to reach in the pockets and you said you would like to stop her. Yes. I'm going to make you roll initiative checks <laughs> okay. against each other to see if you are quick enough to be able to stop her from mm. doing this. Flat 13. 
Twelve. Twelve? Yeah. I will say that you see her hand reach out towards one of these pockets, and you catch her right by the wrist. Hold on a sec. There could be anything in those pockets. I don't want you to get cut or anything. Like, show the finger that I cut on the bottle earlier. Sure. Um... Hello, Paul. It's fine. <laughs> We're just brewing ales. Do they look stuffed? You would see that there is... Or there's the... just... It looks like there is something in there. It would look like there is a... a... It would look like the pocket is shaped in a way in which if you were to ball up aluminum foil, it would have like an incongruent mm. textured mm. experience. Mm. It would look like that in the facing of the pockets on the sides. I'm going to go ahead and remove one of my arrows uh, and uh, use just the end of it to kind of... Are you trying to slice the pocket? No, just to, just to kind of take like, out whatever's in the pocket scoop. with it with, instead of using my fingers because I don't sure. know if there's glass so or if she's I've holding, been burned already. <laughs> if she's holding the cloak aloft, the pockets would be on the outside. You would use an arrowhead to reach in yeah, and try to Yeah, to kind of like scoop. scoop, yeah. Sure. You reach an arrowhead in, you scoop up. As it crests out of the pocket, you would see amidst a composite of soil as you pull it out you would smell immediately the acrid odor of sulfur inside of this compost. So like it would be a small clumping of dirt and inside strewn about small areas of pockets of powdered sulfur. Thank you for taking a cloak, Don. You what? It's fine. You did what? You smell sulfur and you see powdered sulfur inside of, you know, just at the little tip of the arrowhead that you have protruded and extended out. I would not have experienced sulfur by itself, right? I would say that it would be something that the shamans would have utilized in some of the medicinal qualities of attempting to make primitive medicines. So even if I haven't seen it, I, I bet it's been around enough. It's been I around enough for you to be able yeah. to immediately equate the smell. Okay. Sarah, you would not. Mm-hmm. What is it? It's mm? color. It's like a yellowish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. You say there's also soil in there? Mm-hmm. Yes. A composite of you know bitter, mm-hmm. broken, rotten soil, comparable to what was inside the baskets. Mm-hmm. So it'd be very brittle and powdered sulfur. Seems as though it's soil and sulfur. Are there any plants in it? No. Looks like dead soil. I think they were packing the sulfur in the soil to keep it separated from something. What does it do? Not sure. The the shamans would use it for medicines. Was that one of the things that Felix mentioned from the book? Sulfur? Probably. I don't remember. No, it on wasn't one book, of the three. It was on the statue. It was on the statue yeah. outside as we were stepping in. It was the two obsidian statues had the sulfur symbol on it. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
would I have any inferences to like them putting dirt around it to keep it inert so it's not A, exposed to the air or B, exposed to the alcohol on the floor yes okay do we now expose it to the alcohol on the floor and the air? the air absolutely It's fine. I'm gonna calmly put it back down into the pocket. <laughs> I really like these paintings, by the way. Uh -huh. Which uh, which one am I on? We'll say that you're on uh, a fifth painting in which below there is an obvious large jar, kind of like how we got here, mm -hmm. that is collecting the liquid as it condenses, congeals, and forms. A little bit of uh, a darker, like, uh, if you were to look at, you know, the wood that we've got here, it would be a very darkish brown, mm. pooling in droplets into a jug. The jug itself would look like it was made uh, of a fine silver. <laughs> no, don't tell me that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I will tell you that as you get through the fifth painting, as you get to the sixth painting, uh, you would see another uh, standing uh, pair of dwarven men uh, taking said silver jar and one of them pulling it up to his lips as the other one is adjacent to him, his hands obviously together. Effectively a fit of applause. <laughs> uh, you would see that the Olympus would have been with the uh, nozzle effectively turned and twisted, indicating like a stopper. You would see that there would be something protruding down like a metal fragment shard that would extend through the glass, uh, stoppering said liquid. Uh, and the next painting on the getting pretty far down the wall now, you would be like in this general area, still within sight of everybody. Uh, you would see that the person that holds aloft the silver jar adjacent to him around the edges of his lips and like twined with his beard, you would see a dark, almost like molasses looking sludge around the edges of his mouth. And he would just have a great big smile. <laughs> I will ask you to make an investigation check. Um, <clears throat> all right reasonable to connect that to the tea that I drank. In in the same way that like at the bottom of the cup there was definitely a different consistency than exclusively a liquid? Sure. Correct. What was it? Dirty 20. I will tell you that at the base of the painting this is the first one in which there has been a placard. Uh, and at the bottom of the placard kind of set into like a gold plating you would see the first successful Amalgamation by Sir Dorgrim. <laughs> what, what was that? Second to last word? Or third to last word? Amalgamation. Sir Dorgrim? Sir Dorgrim. Oh, yeah. uh, um, so. <laughs> I mean. What is the molasses? look like? Does it look similar to our uh, sludgy friend that we saw earlier? 
Because you're saying it has a molasses look, so it's thick and gelatin-like, right? Correct. So would it look similar to that? Yes, the thing that was underneath the table? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Good. Same compositional quality to the gelatinous. On the edges of the beard. Great. It's fine, Doc. It's fine. Totally fine. I'm just going to stop at this one and just kind of stare, stare at it. Mm-hmm. Just, what do these fucking idiots do? Upon <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, discovery of the uh, the sulfur in there, I would probably yell over to Felix. Uh, we found some more components. What kind? Sulfur. I believe they were keeping it in their pockets, surrounded by dirt to keep it from being exposed to anything. Just dirt? All of them? From what I can smell, yes. I'm gonna just take my cloak out. (laughs) Fuck! Take the skull out. Toss the cloak. Be careful with the throw oh. the cloak on the ground. Toss, <laughs> not throw. Just, just release <laughs> the cloak <laughs> towards the floor. Very weakly. Uh, well, I have five strength. I can't do anything strongly. <laughs> My movements are slow and labored, like a frail old man. I I feel I fear that. If it was upset, the uh, the sulfur might become mm-hmm. active. I will tell you, Don, as you release the cloak, and it kind of flutters mm-hmm. to the side, and it lays flat on the ground in front of you. You hear a faint, you know, like poppers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, the yeah, firecrack? Yeah. You hear as it strikes the stone... And you see at the edges of the cloak, you see what looks like a flash and a sparking, and you hear a straight popping, like if you were to hit flint for a tinderbox for igniting. You hear a striking. Don't don't throw it. You don't see that. Oh, I don't? No. Okay. You do, and you hear that. Do any of the rest of us hear anything? Nope. You just see the cloak. Lay flat. Uh, I think it activated. What do you mean? There was a, a, a popping sound. There wasn't. There was. There wasn't either. No. <laughs> I don't think there was. Okay. Let's look at the skull and make sure there's no dirt on it. Mm? Yeah, no, it looks... Nice. Nice quality polished bone. Polished? <laughs> no, not polished. <laughs> God. I just wanted to see the panic. No, it looks nice. It doesn't look like it has an incredible state of decay. Okay. Or uh, decrepitness about it. Nice skull. Right, I'm gonna nice skull. I'm gonna a nice skull. Gingerly <laughs> place it into my sack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some words just can't be used. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that as you look into the skull, like Sorry. look at the skull, and you look at the eyes, 
and you look at the sockets, and as you go to move it towards, you hear a familiar voice, kind of lightly echoing out like a whisper. Oh, Ethier, don't go. <laughs> Putting it away. I will, like, peek into the eye socket to make sure there's no spiders in there, Sean! <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care about your microphone. Are you going to turn the skull so you can look into yes. the cranium? I am. Spiders. Spiders. <laughs> so many spiders. You turn. He's got a gun. And you look inside. Eight guns. And within, you see, for the first time... In the absence of the moon touch sword, a smaller version of Balor's face in the dark cavity of the skull, looking out at you with the same ethereal green hue, just a wisp and a smile. And he just looks at you as you turn the skull. Don't go. I'm gonna quickly spin it to Yalim Low. <laughs> <laughs> Is he there? You turn the skull and you just see the interior cranial, ca- cranial cavity of a skull. Is he still in there? <laughs> Ooh. A, a tiny ball. <laughs> Small one. <laughs> it's not a tiny ball over there. He, he told me that. Okay, he told me not, not to go. I think Palo could probably go wherever he pleases. Probably. Put the skull in your back. Okay. Can I... I need another uh, sack, please. I don't want him to see my things. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations! You've reduced him to Grindor! I know! <laughs> I just put the skull in my head. Oh my god. He's, He's losing his mind! Welcome back! Yep. He's so losing his mind! Yep. Broke him. Uh. He fears <laughs> told him sulfur as the odor. I will permit. <laughs> Felix a history check for other elements of where sulfur might have been discussed in the book in areas that you might not yet have gone. Effectively the analytical recognition of like you looked at the table of contents. We've looked at two pieces so far. Hopefully it's good. Ah! 30-20 again. 30-20. Yeah. Uh, I would tell you Oh, wait a second, you said history? I'm so sorry. That's like two. 22? Uh, I <laughs> <tell> <laughs> Still dirty, though. <laughs> Disgusting. I would tell you that in relation to sulfur, you would want to look in principles of catalyst and reagent, but not under focus, symbol, and innate. As a catalyst or a reagent. Hold on, gotta go back, gotta go back. You look, I'm like, hey. No! <laughs> no! Don't trust it. You him. said not under? Correct. Not in the under subset this, A. But not in the subset. Correct. 
in okay. chapter two, oh, okay. but not in the subset further into A. I'm so tired. Hmm? I cannot keep my eyes open. Feel that. I'm very sleepy. You have a glazed hole. <laughs> My whole has been plenty glazed. God damn it, as I drink? What? As I drink. Mods, can we please add that quote for DJ, my hole has... Sorry, no thanks. My hole has been plenty glazed. If we could just... <laughs> thank you, Mods. <laughs> Jesus It got Christ. me the second time around. <laughs> my God. <sighs> yeah, but I woke up at like... One... I fell asleep on the couch last night while waiting for my bed sheets and stuff to get done in the dryer. I hate that. Which meant I woke up at 3 a.m. and had to make my bed. <laughs> oh, no! I would have fucking slept on without sheets. Correction. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have to make your bed. <laughs> I didn't have to. You could have just wrapped yourself in the warm sheets and blankets. Oh, you're right, I could have. I would have just laid a fucking towel down and slept on that. <laughs> so, then slept on the couch. <laughs> so then I woke up at 9.30 and had to go to the gym and all that shit after falling asleep at like 2, 3 a.m. It was great. I got like five or six hours of sleep last night. And then went to the gym like an asshole. Like an asshole? Uh huh. You're off. The like a glazed hole. <laughs> <laughs> like a glazed asshole. I went to the gym. No! No! We bridged the gap. John, get back in here. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> it's going off the rails. Thank you, Lily. Things are happening. Hot off the presses. I could have just slept in, but the issue is when you sleep in, everyone I else sleeps in and goes to the gym when they wake up. Please, he's what's gone, going on? He's, he's gone from glazed hole. He's talking about noon. He's talking about his glazed hole. Oh, very no, good. No, his glazed. You know what? Let's just. Where were we? Right. <laughs> Principles. <sighs> paintings. Ah, yes, glazed alchemy. How many uh, more paintings are there? Uh, I would say that there would only be one more. Okay. Yeah, so I'll give you that very swiftly before we hop over to the book, Thank if you, you want to look at that real quick. Yes. Uh, I would tell you that in the final image, uh, you would see the man you would associate with Sir Dorgrim as a, a middle-aged dwarven man uh, with a, a dark, dark brown beard, uh, you know, long, kind of scraggly, unkempt... Uh, like dark brown, blackish hair, uh, and uh, a, a like pale skin with like a slight blue discoloration in hue. All the frost dwarves in the paintings would have the same thing. So not to separate that, but to give all of the dwarves that would have been in all of these oil paintings a comparable visualization. Uh, you would see him standing there with the silver bottle, like the large silver jug in his hand, mm -hmm. looking at it, like looking down at it, and in his hand would be over the mouth of the bottle, a gold, like, what would look like a light bulb shape that would be a cork to be able to stop our said bottle. So it looked like a golden knob that he would be affixing over the silver bottle. <clears throat> and no placard <laughs> underneath it with a title or anything. <sighs> it's just him? Yes. Face, is his face still a mess? Uh, yes. It would still have like the same droplets. It would look almost like it's congealed okay. around his face. Okay. Yep. 
Uh, cool. And then hop over to the book. Mm-hmm. Mm. You let me know when you're ready. Yep. Metals and other precious substances, such as the powders produced from gems, can be used in calculations or equations to produce new materials or transmute what they once were. materials start from the first material the soul the sulfur the soul capital S the soul capital S comma the sulfur capital S and then it would have the symbol that existed outside on the statue for the symbol of sulfur. (laughs) This, with the mercury and the salt, comprise the three elements of a living creature and can be, through the various stages and processes of alchemical separation can be reduced to their individual form. If these materials can be then composed into an object to manifest magical effects through it. Is this the first source of a catalyst? Or are we still unsure the separation from catalyst to reagent? Are some souls able to be used Are some elements able to suffice the needs of a person in their stead? Or must a person be reduced to these three things, removed of their vitality? who then be offered in the magical experimentation of another. (laughs) 
at the heart of all of us, there is the one thing, and the O and the T would both be capitalized. I'm sorry, can you say it again? At the heart of each of us is the one thing, a trinity of these three that unite us, bind us, and grant us an immortality that we have not yet attained. No, 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 there's more. (laughs) In the margin, once more, there would be a note that says, have we been so callous to ignore the simple answer that lay before us? The distillation of the most sacred essence, the oil that can be refined from man, if it is so taboo to try just once. If only to understand. And it would trail off. Should you read this out loud? Probably not. Realistically, no, since I like would mm-hmm. think of it, just kind of flip through mm-hmm. and just quickly read it to myself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. Uh, after that note in the margin, I would say there would be further down the page, there would be like a blank space where there would be once more another set of symbols, which I will give you because I'll have to draw them. Uh, below the next set of a trinity of symbols, there would be an additional symbol. And then adjacent to that, it would say in the margins once more as a note, a blank creation, an empty vessel. The possibility of transference to a new body with a capital B. If immortality is not attainable by one, is it, is it then the transference of the one thing to a new one? And let me draw you the symbol. Uh-huh. Sounds very legal and very cool. Tasty. Uh, you already have sulfur. Sulfur would be one of the three. Mm-hmm. I hope I have it. I should have it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so back. If not, I think it's a uh, it's a triangle with a cross on it. Symbol base the pedestal. Yeah, that's that'd be the one. Well, we had two symbols that had a line through it. We had the and that was yeah, the triangle the and then. Yeah, it's got a cross under it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just give this up for you. But yes, you are correct.
you all trying to be immortal or? No? Alright. It's a great time. Yeah. Did you read any of that? Like, No, I would have just skimmed it. You're on your way to being the next dwarf gravy. You man. could just. Mm -hmm. Without opening, provide that default. <laughs> I don't want to see. I don't. <laughs> mm hmm. <laughs> mm hmm. Sounds like a whole lot and not my problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do not know what you guys would be doing while Felix is very swiftly skimming through his book. I'd be looking over his shoulder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll tell you that like the Just things like... that are on the page, uh, I will ask you to make an intelligence check to gleam any sense of magical understanding from. Are they, are they dwarvish? <laughs> yeah, I mean they're in dwarvish anyway. I don't think you speak dwarvish, so like. It would look like symbols and runes on pages. Sure. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to roll to identify anything because yep. I wouldn't be able to. Yeah. Like, the symbols would be the closest thing that you would recollect possibly sulfur sure. as the thing outside. I would probably be ushering me and Retoro back up with the group to kind of reconvene mm -hmm. with the cloak so I can show them the I sulfur don't. in the pocket. I'd be scrambling around picking up the skulls and checking oh for Oh my god! I'm not taking them, I'm checking for Balor and then he's gonna go! Oh, you wanna, you wanna grab another skull and look? Yeah, I'm just gonna keep, yeah. Sure, yeah, I can't no. carry all of them, my, my, I'll die. Yep, yeah, no, you sporadically move to another pile of bones, you would have to move aside the cloak. Yeah, I just gently brush it aside and... Move aside a cloak and pick up another skull and you turn it and look inside. I'll say that you don't see anything. Great. Would you want to go to another one? I would. Yeah. You place the skull down, and as you turn the skull and put it back down, when you put it back onto the place, you feel it rumble in your hands. <laughs> and you turn and you pick up the skull once more, and you see not Balor inside the skull. You see just like what would look as though a descending pit of black smoke. Oh, God. You would get a strange odor of brimstone and ash. I'm gonna stare at it. Yeah, it looks like it is a space in which you would be able to reach into. Nope. <laughs> I did that the last time and my brain's been fried. Uh huh, sure. Yeah. I'm you gonna just, just look at it. Like, wave to y'all in low. Do you see it? You shouldn't encourage do him. Do you see it? You shouldn't encourage him. I do not know what is real and what is not. Those are skulls. There is nothing in them. There is a pit. There is not. Mm -hmm. yeah, you just see the interior cranial cavity of a skull. There's nothing in the a skulls. deep sulfurous void. No. Put the skull down. Come back over here. Just leave the skulls alone. I'm going to back towards y'all and I'm going to keep my eyes on it. Yeah. As you look at the skull, it looks as though the descending jaw, like, rattles in your direction. 
and you hear once more the familiar voice of Balor. Come home. No, thank you. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> no, thank you. I have a home. You hear him say that a lot. You shouldn't talk to the skull either. What? There's nothing in the skull. Balor is in the skull. Balor is... not like you. You are here. Yes. Balor I, I don't is want to something go, else. I don't want to go to his home. No. I don't think it's the skull. In okay. fact, if anywhere was his home, it's probably here. Okay. Don't play his games. Okay. <laughs> Just gonna sit on the ground. Is he okay? No. Here. Saw a tiny baller in one of the skulls. Has there ever been anything in the skull? Oh my. What? You sit down, you say? Yes. You watch as Ether just kind of slowly lowers himself and sits on the ground. Realize the ground is wet, right? You feel just the edges of your pants around your thighs and calves slowly grow damp. Yeah, I'll try to stand up. Yeah, you... (laughs) Stand back up. You get the slightly acrid odor of alcohol on your good friend Ethier. Please do not light me a flame. Why would we? We wouldn't. Uh, I'm gonna close the book. Look at Ethier as he gets up. I guess. Mm-hmm. How, uh, scale of one to amalgamation. (laughs) How wet is he? Well, how, what does it look like, the liquid that he sat in? Uh, the liquid, it looks like it is mostly dried up against the stone. It looks like it still has a thin, uh, because it's a a light-colored stone and it would have been a dark-colored liquid, it would be, the stone looks like it is darkened. It would look comparable to if you were to drop, like, uh... A clear alcohol, like a rubbing alcohol or a vodka, and the stone itself would have a slight discoloration. Okay. But the alcohol itself that would be still thin here would be clear. Starting near my feet. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get down and. Come on, get down. Pick any up with my finger? Uh, I would say you'd be able to get like a small staining of it on your finger in the areas in which there are the natural grooves between the stones and the flooring. Okay. And kind of, I can smell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as you pass it by your nose, it smells It smells like a very clean, like vodka-esque grain alcohol. I'll taste it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would taste like that as well. Okay. Pretty pretty bad, right? Uh, because of it's obviously been stored out naturally. <laughs> so, like, not remotely good. Basement floor aged. It's yeah. but it's oh. But it's all, it's like a very thin, clear layer. Correct, yeah. yeah. Okay. Very minimal amounts, like traces, but you're able to find a small pocket where there is some. 
Uh, Don, please make for me an investigation check. <laughs> it's natural one. <laughs> you see and feel the intense agony of your lower body bursting into flames. Black, shadowy flames that extend out from your body and writhe up and wreathe around your waist. And you do not see your lower half. The world below your waist appears dark and vacant amidst these shadowy flames. I'm going to start slapping my legs to try to put the flame out. You guys watch as Ethier standing here begins slapping at his legs. Ethier, what are you doing? Fire! You're not on fire. I am on fire. Amidst the dark flames, right around your knees in height, extending out from the darkness, you see hands. Ethereal green hands reach up towards your throat. We will end there. Oh, God! <laughs> Woo! Aye, aye, Good luck. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. Well. I just want to find my, my stuff. <laughs> go home. I just want to go home. I haven't even looked at my hand. Mm-hmm. That's good. Right, like, on well, my arm, I'm sure. It'll be fine. Thanks, everybody, for watching tonight. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, if you're new here, make sure you follow so you can find us again. We appreciate the uh, the subs and gifted sub and the donation tonight as well. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll be live next on Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern time for the Lost Kings of Adorus. Uh, we will not be live on Sunday for Orvigo because it's Easter. Uh, so we'll be off. So then after that, we'll be back next Tuesday to find out if I'm dead. Uh, <laughs> where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, you or here? Both. Okay. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys very much for watching tonight, and we will see you on Friday. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Bye, night. He's gonna die. <laughs>